0: Live. You can dial in toll free here at 855 450 Free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 1 855 450 3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com enjoy all the features that are waiting for you there once again freetalklive.com here tonight in the studio is ian and bradley and mark all right so uh, mark you had something that uh, you'd wanted to get out there
1: tonight what did you want to share with us? it's an article from the talking points memo.com and it says the fate of the ron paul campaign comes down to nebraska because a lot of people feel like ron paul has dropped out of the race completely and uh you know that I wouldn't say that nothing could be further from the truth, but there's been a redirection in the campaign, and that direction is focused more on delegates and the convention as opposed to going out and campaigning on the trail, where they didn't feel they could, uh, you know, do as well. Are could, there any more
0: primaries? To get I think here? it's all
1: over at this okay. point. Um, you know, I, I I can't say that for certain, but
2: it's got to be pretty darn close. I mean. Could some of the belief that uh, Congressman Paul has dropped out be related to the fact that the media doesn't cover him?
1: Well, they they covered basically covered him saying he dropped out uh, okay. when he, they. I, I think that an ill-informed memo from the campaign came out um, and said something to the effect of "we're stopping campaigning in like Texas and California because we don't think we can win there." Mm-hmm. Which, and they by the way, it. it's, it's really bad for a candidate not to win their home state. Um, but interestingly, Ron Paul took Massachusetts from Romney even though Romney won the popular vote there, he didn't get the delegate
2: vote. I'd rather see. I'd rather lose my home state than lose my home country. So <laughs> well,
1: I'm just I, just saying that uh let's go on with what it has to say. Ron Paul's last hope of challenging Mitt Romney for the presidential nomination at the Republican National Convention comes down this Saturday at the uh Nebraska state GOP convention. If he gets a plurality of delegates in Nebraska, Paul's name will be put forth for nomination and he'll be given 15 minutes to speak before the first round of balloting in Tampa. An embarrassing situation that Romney wants to avoid. Now I can yeah. only, I think that Santorum and uh, Gingrich would have been qualified for this same thing, but maybe because they actually dropped out as, as opposed to what Paul did was with mm-hmm. this sort of, you know, repositioning dropout thing. You know, I don't so want to he, at it, this but.
0: point, has not been confirmed on the ballot for the August convention? Well, I guess he has, to, he has to. to have first. five
1: states. Um, so it says uh, with the stakes high, both Paul and Romney campaigns are working hard to make sure their side wins Nebraska. Romney and Paul supporters have been burning up the phone lines. The executive director of the state GOP, Jordan McGrain, told the website Nebraska Watchdog. According to the Republican National Committee's rules, well, if it's a question,
0: before, uh, if the question is who can work the hardest for this, it's going to be the Paul the Paul people. I
1: mean, he's got the. A lot of feet on the ground. Yeah, they got a lot of uh, dedication and feet on the ground. Romney's
0: got money, but Paul's got dedication.
1: But Romney has corruption too. Um, You know, when it comes down to a, at this point, when you're talking about state GOP parties, those state GOP parties are entrenched Republican operatives. They aren't the Paul people at this point. I think in a few years they really could be the Paul people, but right now Mm -hmm. they're the they're the regular GOP folks, and those regular GOP folks. Will tell lies, they will lie, cheat, steal, stuff ballots, do whatever it takes, and it's yes, all you have to will. do is take a look at lo- what happened in Louisiana in Were order they to arrested see this. people yeah, well, it was crazy yeah i mean they they cheated on the rules, they made stuff up they they i mean they just they just flat out, broke the rules and Took their the own rules, yeah, their own rules, and you know, Paul can't do anything about that because you know, if you get if they get sued, it'll be months down the line, and you know, things will be different. But at that point, Romney Election's will over. have been, already yeah. been defeated, and it won't matter.
2: You know, Mark, you said uh, something about people who potentially could be uh, Congressman Paul supporters in the future, and uh, one thing that I noticed the other day, I was driving through Epping, where I used to be a police officer. And right there's this there's this sign in front of this house that always used to be a Romney sign, and uh, years, it just I would see Romney, and when I drove by it the other day, it was a Ron Paul sign. Hmm, and interesting, you know, to to see you know the same people changing that much from you know the mainstream "quote unquote" Republican right. to uh, supporting Ron Paul. I mean it's happening slowly but people change well, that so wasn't what sure. i
1: was suggesting um i mean that's certainly as possible and many republicans have uh you know laughed that laughed at ron paul in 2008 have changed their mind um in 2012 and you know it would it, oh that ron paul is not a younger man because i think he could be elected in 2016 or 2020 mm-hmm. but um you know besides that what i was what i was thinking is is that Back in, I think it was the late 80s, uh, there was some preacher man, Uh, I got this from from Jack Hunter, um, the Southern Avenger, you can go look it up, uh, you know, delegate strategy or something like that, and basically there was this preacher guy, I can't remember whether it was Pat Robertson or who it was, that ran for uh, president at that time, and his supporters were rabid, you know, moral majority kind of folks, and they were on fire for getting him, and him as president or nothing, whoever he was, and... What happened instead? He lost, and they became very involved in the Republican Party, becoming far more powerful within the Republican Party than than you know their few numbers are. Mm. So, having a, a much larger effect upon the Republican Party. That's what the Ron Paul people are currently doing. And if they don't get dejected, if they stay in these local, the state, and and local parties, and they have an effect, then I think that the Republican Party really can be changed from the bottom up. Yes.
2: You Washington. are a dreamer.
1: Washington is a corrupt place. There's no doubt about it. But when you're sending better people to a corrupt place, they may They'll not get, get corrupted, corrupted too.
2: as badly. Well, I think the, rather than the Republican Party being changed, I think it's being reverted back to what it was supposed to be. You know, Congress, he gets, he gets uh, accused all the time of, oh, you're not a Republican. You know, you're a libertarian. And he says all the time, well, the Republican Party lost its way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been corrupted by corporations and money and
1: there's some evidence for it. There's other evidence against it. It's you know, I mean, it's 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 a thing to say and it certainly will appeal to some people.
0: I think that this whole idea of taking the Republican over uh, Republican Party over from the inside is ridiculous, and it's going to be a huge waste of time, money, and effort for people all around the country. The only place it's a possibility is in New Hampshire, where you have liberty-minded people who are actually converging all in the same place and are already having that effect. Uh, you just, in my opinion, you just, you just don't have the people, the numbers that it takes well, anywhere else. Well, hold on, uh, just to, a second. Uh, pull um, that the the Plus, Ron Paul
1: people uh, don't. You don't need the numbers when it comes to handling. The- the local party, and the local party, they can't even get people to fill their uh, state delegate seats mm-hmm. in most of these elections. I know, I ran for it completely unopposed, and if I wouldn't have been in there, nobody would have run but for it. The mistake you're making is I,
0: you're presuming that the people who are getting involved are principled, liberty-minded folks. They're not necessarily at all. Remember the Ron, the Ron Paul, Ron Paul candidates that we saw, the so-called Ron Paul candidates in 2008. These are Ron
1: Paul candidates. These are people that are excited about Ron Paul, no,
0: sir. They are. There, though, there are going to be some people in that group that are excited about. Ron Paul. And also within that group, there are going to be people who see this as an opportunity to seize power within the Republican Party so they can wield it in their fashion and mm-hmm. they can promote the issues that they think are important, like, oh, I don't know, rounding up Muslims or whatever other crazy uh, control freak things that, uh, that I they wouldn't, want to impose. I wouldn't
1: disagree with that at all, but I would make the point that, look, um, the the point I'm trying to make is the moral majority folks had an effect. I mean, the Republicans haven't been they, they haven't been able to undo uh, the, abor- the Roe versus Wade but they've had an effect on the party and if they can have an effect on a party that already pays lip service to social to uh, fiscal conservatism and you know right uh, spending of money then they you know i think they can have a real impact from a national level all i'm talking about is slowing down the snowball it, it, that's rolling into the, uh, the, the the volcano crater that's what i believe america's the path america's on and frankly i don't think the free state project can stop that either not without because well, there's always a session, yeah but that, that, that would be all there would be too, yeah. but I you
0: know I think that you're a dreamer, I think that's great, and you know there need to be dreamers out there i 'm certainly one of them i 'm definitely an idealist and i'm i 'm no you know stranger to throwing you know my head up against a brick wall, uh, but in this case, I think that's exactly what's going to transpire with this dream of taking over this corrupt old institution i, I don't think it's i said take over yet
1: i think i've said had an effect on if i've said take over let me make let me okay. let me change my mind had a strong effect upon that's okay. all so i think they're gonna have an that effect the
0: ron paul people will have a strong effect on the republican party that will result in what exactly
1: the republican party already pays lip service to so
0: they'll now pay lip service to something else they'll and pay stronger the lip
1: service to uh you know to things like you know, that's being supposed more to be anti-war
0: that's that supposed to be getting me excited Talking or is cheap saying? people right.
1: aren't going to pick up and move to new hampshire we've got we've got uh, 8 years of hey. looking at the free state project to see a 1000 people have if picked up and moved if they're not willing
0: to move to new hampshire they're certainly not going to be willing to do what it takes to take over the republican apparently, party apparently
1: they are they're all involved right now they're yeah, going to we'll their state
0: about that 855-450-FREE. It'll fizzle out just like all the other uh, Ron Paul excitement did in 2008. 855 450 You can take control. It's Free Talk line.
1: Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. Sea cranes Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the Sea crane Company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the Sea crane Company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at C-Crane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. And some of those features, by the way, include news updates. You can be kept in the loop with what's going on with Free Talk Live. Just go to news.freetalklive.com, sign up for emails, or perhaps you'd prefer to find us on Twitter or Facebook. You can follow us in those ways as well. Again, that's news.freetalklive. Com. So, yeah, call me a skeptic when it comes to this whole uh, Ron Paul activist uh, movement that's supposedly going to have some kind of a major effect on uh, the Republican Party long term. I mean, you know, that'd be great if it actually did happen. And if, if so, then that's fantastic. I guess I'll eat my words in that case. But uh, I feel like that. I
1: don't think that if Ron Paul became president, Ian, and the Ron Paul people took over the Republican Party, that America, the United States of America is going to stop its ways. I mean, it's, you know, there may, basically, I'm talking about putting brakes on the snowball rolling downhill. But there won't be any
0: brakes on that snowball because none of this is going to be a success. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. It's a, it's a huge waste of time and effort. Uh, and maybe it'll be a learning experience wh- for the what about the people involved.
1: In, what about the moral majority folks in the late 80s? Was that a waste of their efforts? I mean, because they certainly had a big effect on the political Party. Like I said, Party, right?
0: I, I wasn't involved. Well, I, I was not involved in any of that, so I, I can't speak from personal experience. But I do know what uh, it's like working within the political system. I do know in what it's rep- like. In
1: the Libertarian Party. Politics
0: is politics, and uh, power attracts those who are easily corruptible or who are already Corrupted. And so a lot of these people.
1: uh, And once it does attract people, then it corrupts them.
0: Right. And so a lot of these people that are out there uh, pimping out that they are part of the Ron Paul revolution. I don't know them, so I don't necessarily believe them, because I remember during the 2008 campaign, there were a bunch of Ron Paul candidates, people that would uh, call themselves, I'm a Ron Paul Republican, and then they'd get people all jazzed up. These people that were excited about Ron Paul, they'd hear somebody else claim to be Ron Paul-like, and they would get excited, and they'd sign up to help out with their campaign, but then dig a little bit deeper and find out about the candidate. Turns out, he doesn't resemble Ron Paul really hardly at all well, maybe on good. one or two issues. That's
1: a good thing because it doesn't fool as many people the second time and the third time. I mean at this really? point it's happened every single election to-
0: people keep getting fooled by the same old lies.
1: Uh not people that have gotten involved like the Ron Paul people Sure do. but
0: it will burn them out, right? So maybe it won't fool them but it may burn them out on doing Ron anything. Ron
1: Paul's been endorsing candidates. That's a very valuable place to sit just sit it. out there endorsing candidates. Yes. Mhm.
0: Well, I just think that you should uh, be more realistic with what you expect out of this. And I think that you're being a little. I think that you're being. What do you think?
1: What, what am I saying?
0: You're saying they're going to have some sort of an effect on the Republican Party, okay. and I'm saying that they're not. All right. And how would you any, – anyway, how would you be able to quantify whatever sort of an effect? How would you be able to – or maybe qualify it? What, uh, what are your criteria to be able to determine that an effect, a positive, uh, more liberty-oriented effect has been had upon the Republican Party? If the
1: amount of spending versus uh, gross domestic product Well, now decreased. you're talking
0: about getting people elected, and that's a whole other story. I'm sorry, Republicans I Republicans
1: you- are pretty good at getting people elected, Ian. They do it in about half of the places in the mm-hmm. United States –
2: Mark, oh. did you say did you say that even if uh, Ron Paul became president, that you don't think that that could have a, a, a substantial impact on the country? I, I don't think
1: that it's, it stops the the deterioration. I mean, at this point, the United States is spending forty three percent forty three percent of its budget is borrowed money. Right. At this point, I don't I don't think Ron Paul can cut forty three percent out of the budget in order to get it down to the point where there is actually a budget surplus, like there was under Clinton. So. I mean, all you're talking about is cutting down the amount of money that the uh, that the the, the the clearly the heroin addict is borrowing against his uh, incredible amount of credit.
2: Right. Well, I guess I uh, what I was thinking is, you know, one of the, the best things about um, the campaigns that uh, Ron Paul has had is the ability uh, to get out there and spread uh, you know, his message. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, it's,
1: I mean, the, it's a great place to speak from, is the and, president? And
2: sure. Right. If you're the president, I mean, you can take over the networks and talk about these things that the mainstream media refuses to address.
0: Sure, he could make an address to the American people every day or every week yeah. or however often that he wanted to. Let's go to Greg listening in Huntsville uh, to WBHP. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Brad, and Mark. Uh,
3: hello, guys. Hi, Greg. Hey. Uh, y- uh, yes, um, uh, Ron Paul, he is spreading the message of uh, of, of liberty and libertarians and uh, uh, free-minded people. And, uh, you know, um, I watched a clip on C-SPAN about uh, the uh, libertarian nomination for president. They nominated uh, Gary Johnson, the mm-hmm. two-term governor of New Mexico, uh, as their presidential candidate. And uh, I believe even if Ron Paul, I know he's not going to get the Republican nomination, but um, I have to agree that maybe he can make a difference in in, in the party line and, and uh, and the and the moral majority did did the same thing. And if if, if there's enough people to speak up and but the biggest problem we've got in this country, I believe, uh, I've got a buddy that uh, uh, you know is going to vote for Mitt Romney because he don't like Barack Obama. You know, and and the, when you vote for the worst of two evils, you still end up with evil.
4: Sure do. <laughs> yeah. And
3: I believe you know I'm going to go down in November and I'm going to vote my conscience. I'm going to vote for a guy like Gary Johnson. He's on the ballot and, uh, you know,
2: can you imagine uh, if all it. the people can you imagine if all the people who say, oh, Ron Paul never has a chance, so I'm not going to vote for him. If all those people voted for him, can you imagine how many more votes you would probably get? Because just in my life, I've heard dozens of people say that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. talk about the third party fantasy that people would actually vote their uh, conscience. Whew,
1: that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gary Johnson's going to win the presidency if enough people vote for him but sadly yeah. people believe that somehow their vote counts but the fact is if you go back and you look at the uh, the, the the vote count in your particular state from the previous uh, term say 2008 and you look how many votes went for McCain and how many went for Obama and then you decide you're going to take your vote and put it wherever you think the best place to put it is now in hindsight because hindsight's 2020 you'll realize your vote didn't count because unless Barack Obama or John McCain won your state by one vote. Your vote didn't matter.
3: Yeah. Uh, wasn't the Electoral College, design, I mean, I've heard a lot of debate on getting into, more into the uh, election thing, but wasn't the Electoral College originally designed where the bigger states wouldn't have, or the candidates back in the older days when there wasn't so much electronic media, the electronic college was designed where uh, the candidates could just go to these big states and have to campaign and have to Split themselves up and go into into different places. Wasn't that the whole idea behind the Electoral College?
1: I think the Electoral College was intended to take the to, to ensure that the, the 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 dirty unwashed masses didn't have too much of an effect on the election for president.
2: And the explanation they give on on why it actually exists is what uh, the caller just said, which is obviously you know we want to make sure candidates go everywhere. Where in reality, it's just a system used to you know insulate people uh you know the 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 establishment from actual people having a, uh, the opportunity to make a difference well, in right it. because
0: right. even with the electoral college uh the big states still are the biggest factors right because the elect- yeah.
1: the fact is the election isn't going on in the big states this year california texas new york uh, you know, Illinois, these states are already picked. We know where they're voting. The, the elections going on in Ohio, Virginia, Ohio. New Hampshire, Iowa, and several other of these sort of borderline states. Nevada, I know, is one of them.
0: Hey, Greg, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing yeah. from you at 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 855 Your thoughts on Ron Paul, the movement around him, and whether or not they will actually have any kind of an effect. On the Republican Party, certainly welcome or bring up anything. Free talk live.
5: If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who is really great. It's the realtor Mark Warden. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers and sellers too?
6: Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealEstate.com
0: This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. one 855 450 You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and all the features on the site we give to you so enjoy them on us again freetalklive.com we've got archives go all the way back to late 2006 you can click and download as many episodes as you would like and in fact you can click on to our soundcloud page and that'll give you access not just to free talk live back episodes but also edgington post Uh, mark you have broken off your relatively popular uh, post shows that you've been doing for, what, a couple of years now? I think. Yeah, it's,
1: it's my theory that, um, you know, I'm the real talent behind this program uh-huh. and that I'm what keeps it afloat. So I'm just, you know— You
0: certainly have the ego of a, of a real talent.
1: <laughs> Go well, ahead. Uh, yeah, Edgington Post is uh, inter- an autonomous interview program with the intention of, uh, you know, free t- A lot of people want to be interviewed in the Liberty community. A lot of people want to listen to interviews. and Yeah, they do. You know, Free Talk Live doesn't do that and it's uh, very very rarely does interviews. So we would run up against all these situations where, you know, people want to be talked to. And, for instance, you know, even even if we have advertisers and, you know, you need more than 30 seconds to explain what it is that they do. That's a great opportunity for them, too. So, yeah, I mean, I I do all kinds of stuff with it. I basically interview anybody I want to interview from. You know, luminaries in the libertarian area, authors who have written books, people I intend to, uh, you know, find out exactly where their uh, thought processes are, Um, you know, sometimes some politicians, whatever.
2: I've been a fan of your uh, your interview series for quite a while. I think you do it very well. Thanks. Well, and now they're available
0: separately. They used to be attacked on to the end of our podcast, of our regular archive every night. And now they are available separately. They're still part of our main podcast. So they still appear in your podcast clients, like on iTunes and such. Um, and so you can you know, download them if you want or not. And uh, that makes it easier to share, in my opinion. If somebody likes one of your interviews, Mark, that you've, uh, you've done, then if somebody wants to share that, they can use SoundCloud to click the share button on that episode and easily post it to their Facebook page or Twitter it's or It's nice wherever. and short,
1: too. They're usually about 20 minutes long, right. so it's not that big of a deal to share that as opposed to you know, maybe a two-hour episode of Free Talk Live. A lot of people just don't see themselves as having two hours to listen to a podcast.
0: I don't blame them. So, again, you can go to the SoundCloud page. Just look on the left-hand side of freetalklive.com under Listen and Share and click the SoundCloud link over there, and that'll take you right to our SoundCloud page. Where you'll have access to all the episodes of Free Talk Live going back for years. You'll have uh, the new episodes of Edgington Post uh, that are available there as well, as well as uh, Radio Freaking News, which is something that I do in my spare time. So 855 free. that's the toll-free number here. Still interested in your thoughts on Mark's uh, speculation that this Ron Paul activism is going to pan out into something... Tangible uh, as far as the Republican Party changing its ways, as far as uh, electing different, more liberty oriented people. I think uh, it's ridiculous, and we can talk more about that here in a moment. But I can tell you what really does work when it comes to taking over an ex- established uh, political party and having significant influence upon it. When you get people who are principled, who understand what the ideas of liberty are, concentrate them all in the same area and then have them get politically active within the Republican and Democrat parties – then you can have some real effect. And that's what's happening now. This is not some sort of speculation on what might happen if the right people get involved in the X party in the future. No, this is happening now. The Free State Project has moved. Uh, there are over a thousand people here now in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over over 11,000, nearly 12,000 people have signed up to pledge to make the move to New Hampshire and join and become active. Uh, Brad, you've been here your whole life, but uh, you've been experiencing this influx of liberty minded folks. And it's it's having a positive positive effect
7: all yeah, across the oh,
2: state totally and and to to um honestly i think if you have the opinion that somebody uh can't be changed or that the party uh can't be um you know brought more to the ideas of you know uh government policies that don't have to do with victimless crimes I would say that last night I saw a candidate for governor here uh, in New Hampshire. I went to the Republican debate. Mm -hmm. I heard him talk about how he wants to absolutely end government licensing. Really? Uh, Yeah, because uh, he was that uh, uh, Craig Smith. Okay. uh, uh, excuse me, Kevin Smith. Yep. Uh, he's running as a Republican. He he talked about. I love his movies. <laughs> <laughs> he, he talked about how he went to a barber up in uh, I believe up in Laconia, and uh, he called him Jack the Clipper. Uh, but he said that uh, there was electric tape on his sign outside, covering up the word barber, because the the licensing board came down and told him he didn't have the right license. So, you know, here is a a guy who uh, I don't believe he's you, you know he's not connected to the Ron Paul. Campaign at all, mm. but he's running for governor in the Republican Party, and he understands that government licensing is protectionism, and and he uh, said on camera that he wants to end it. So these ideas are, are are making it to the mainstream Republican Party not as quickly as some people might like, but you know progress is slow. And and has
1: I'd also like to point out if you're in a red state, then your Republican Party is pretty mature, and you know you're gonna you're gonna have a much more difficult time infiltrating as a ron paul republican with other ron paul republicans and i know there are a lot of them out there and it's a big sacrifice to pick up and move i'm not going to say it's not i know that it is and if you're in a blue state then you realize well getting involved in my republican party tends to be kind of useless especially on a statewide level because i remember dale was in a was, he lived in la he's one of our former co-hosts here he lived in la and he ran for some place i think it was in la wasn't it right yeah, I think yeah. so. Somewhere in California. And he ran for some uh, you know, spot where he got like 17% of the vote. He wasn't going to win because he was in a blue county or a blue you know, region or blue area. So, you know, I mean, he didn't have it. It didn't matter whether they infiltrated that Republican Party or not. It was largely useless. So basically you have to. New Hampshire is strategically positioned because it's a small state and it's a purple state. And that way you could have a much larger effect.
0: Well, I think this whole conversation thus far about Ron Paul Republicans sort of having some sort of an effect on the national uh, Republican scene ignores the fact that a lot of people that support Ron Paul are not Republicans. Many of them are Democrats. Many of them they're are Republicans people- now. I mean, I don't know about that. Then a lot how did of they Democrats get involved?
1: May- I mean, How OK, look, get, it's, it's awesome that people went out and voted for Ron Paul. But voting isn't what does it, Ian. If voting matters... I wasn't even talking about uh, that's, voting. That's, uh, I was talking about who supports Ron Paul.
0: Ron I'm talking Paul about supported. the people
1: that are doing something. What's support mean?
0: Well, OK, so what I'm telling you, though, is that people support Ron Paul. You're saying these people are going to get involved in the Republican Party. They are involved, are involved in, in the Republican, Republican Party. Party.
1: That's why Ron Paul was able to take states that he didn't win. And that's, that's great. Why,
0: and I'm telling you that uh, ultimately it's not going to matter. But that wasn't the part of the discussion I was getting into here. What I was saying is there are a number of people that support Ron Paul who are not affiliated with any political party or they're Democrats. And so by saying, well, let's just take over the Republican Party, it leaves those people out in the, the wilderness. If everybody who is
1: truly loves like there's the nobody's ever switched political parties. If because somebody because somebody some
0: people can't ha- stand the idea of being involved in the Republican Party simply because they're around so many bigots and so many uh, you know hate filled uh, war mongers that they wouldn't be able to bring themselves to get involved and I wouldn't blame them I don't want to get involved in the Republicans for that same reason so you leave those people out in the cold but the Free State Project doesn't. Uh, because people can come here to New Hampshire and they can already get involved in the Republican Party, which is already being infiltrated by a bunch of liberty-minded folks, and the Democratic Party is also being infiltrated, albeit not to as large of an extent. But there's a, there's an, there's a great example of how this is working happening in Nashua. Somebody who had moved actually out of Keene down to Nashua for work uh, purposes – I don't know if I should reveal who he is, but uh, somebody that we all know here on the show right. – uh, is running for political office down there. And this person's running as a Democrat for a state rep position here in New Hampshire. The individual in question is running against another Free State Project participant who's running as a Republican. Oh, that's awesome! So, that is <laughs> first <one of> time. <laughs>
2: the,
0: uh, actually, I believe it. It may, it may be the first time, but it's also general? not the only one that's happening. I believe there's another race of of a similar magnitude in uh, the Manchester area as well. So, we're already seeing a situation where Free State Project participants. Are getting active within both major political parties as well as uh, the smaller ones, and that's resulting in a situation where all of the candidates in a given uh, election are actually Free State Project participants. So there's no way that <laughs> that we can lose. I'm not
1: going to argue that the Free State Project isn't the best way to uh, you know for you to have more liberty in your life today. And, Great. And so and go to, to
0: FreeStateProject.org to, to learn more about it. There are over 101 reasons there as to why you should consider a move to New Hampshire, or you can keep banging. Your your head up against the uh, political wall wherever you are and finally when you get sick of it you can come join us here freestateproject.org more coming up
5: are you looking for camping hunting or shooting gear
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll free at 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 450 3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. If you enjoy the program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us. Go to shop.freetalklive.com, and you will enter Amazon, if you would like, through the links available at shop.freetalklive.com. Uh, there are Amazons for Canada, U.S., and U.K. Click into the right one for you and get your shopping done. Uh, and whenever you buy stuff through shop.freetalklive.com, Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price.
1: There is a device um, out there that allows you to increase your Wi-Fi reception. If you've got kind of limited Wi-Fi reception wherever you live, um, I don't, you know, maybe you've got two structures on your property and it, uh, the Wi-Fi can't make the trip between one and the other, or you know, maybe you've got a situation where you know mom's down the street and you want to share things off her network for whatever reason or um, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, there's there's lots of reasons. You could have a big house and you know the the Wi-Fi is down up in the top uh, corner room and you're down in the basement your office down the basement whatever the reason if you need to increase your wi-fi reception the c crane company's super usb wi-fi antenna 3 is a nothing nothing short of stunning i mean we've been using it out of my house and this thing can pick up uh, wi-fi for up to a mile it will truly increase your wi-fi reception i know i it's, it's nobody believes this brad I <laughs> mean, nobody believes it and you're know, you know when we're talking about a mile here this is under perfect conditions but you know who, where can you get Wi-Fi reception for, at a quarter of a mile? Um, you know it's it's just incredible. If you need to increase your Wi-Fi reception, you can really do it with this uh, with this device. It's the Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna Three, and you can get it from ccrane.com. It's C Crane C R A. And it's all you have to do is mention Free Talk Live when you check out. You can get a free flashlight. As a matter of fact, for a very limited time, I believe it's until Monday, you'll get free shipping on anything you order, as long as you mention Free Talk Live, too. It's a really great offer. Bob Crane made it uh, yesterday. I did an interview with him. That's the guy that owns the company, right? Yeah. Bob's a really nice guy. I mean, he's he's jovial and fun to talk to. I I mean, you know, really, I'm so pleased that C-Crane Company is advertising with Free Talk Live. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. And I know that. that we've had some... I don't know what the – at this point, we haven't been able to quantify what the number of sales are, whether it's uh, worth it for them to advertise on Free Talk Live or not. I sincerely – Hope it is because these are the kind of products that I really want Free Talk Live to have. That's the kind of product that I'm probably going to go home and buy. Actually, it's great. That's really it's cool. the kind of product
0: it's, I can get into because I'm a total great. radio geek, yeah. and these guys make the best radio. So
1: right, and, and they've got dozens and dozens of uh, of products on their website. And the thing is, is they really are known for making these high quality uh, electronic devices. I mean, they're you know they're all about design, and uh, you know I'm, I've just always been impressed whenever I've looked into in the company. I've had several products from them previously, way in the past, and it's always great stuff.
0: All right, so that's ccrane.com. 855 450 free allows you to take control of the airwaves. Maybe you have some thoughts on Mark's uh, grand plan to influence I'm the Republican? I'm not grand plan
1: nothing. What party. am I doing in my life? To push this forward, I talk about it on the radio. You're I think working it's on it.
0: You're doing the uh, you're doing it here in New Hampshire. You've got the but, Republican <laughs> committee or whatever that you're going to be on.
1: Yeah, but that's uh, that. What's that it, called? A
0: delegate or what's a,
1: a delegate to the state convention? Delegate to state convention. Um, okay, so yeah, but so, I mean, yeah, I but you're doing that. Don't know that I'm really doing anything for the Ron Paul Revolution. To me, the Ron no, Paul Revolution is was kind was of a... about staying where you are and working. Whereas about the Free State Project, which I think is a more efficient system, if that's what you want to do, is work within the United States political system. That the Free State Project is a far superior i'm model just saying to that. you're doing but just a lot of people aren't going to move i was
0: just saying mark that you're doing what people what you're saying other people are doing elsewhere you're working within the republican party to try to influence in a positive direction towards more freedom right to me Isn't it makes that the most sense that's what you're doing, right? Yes. Okay, but the point being that you're going to have more success at it because you're here with other people who actually are principled. I wouldn't even do
1: people. it otherwise. If I in didn't Florida? see the, I would if I didn't. For one, in Florida, whatever what I want to do is of no consequence anyway, because you know it's just there's too many people involved. You can't be of any effect. But here, things are already happening. When I went to the Republican State Convention two years ago, it looked like a free state convention to me.
0: So what you just said backs up what I said earlier, that if you were to do this in Florida, it would be a waste of your time, right?
1: I don't know what's going on in Florida now. I don't live there. But I do (laughs) know that in Massachusetts that the Ron Paul people were able to steal the delegates away from Romney. Mm -hmm. Isn't that correct?
0: I don't know. I have no idea.
1: Didn't that happen? Okay. How many states did Ron Paul win in uh, majority of the votes Uh, or plurality or whatever the term is? None. None. Okay. So, has he won more uh, a majority he won of the delegates?
0: Minnesota, Maine. Was it Maine?
1: Four states that he's won a majority of the delegates from.
0: I didn't know about Massachusetts. I don't recall.
1: I, I think Massachusetts may not have been a majority, it but Maine. it was certainly a bunch of them. Um, anyway, I it, think it was Maine. Yeah. That's that's not a success. That doesn't show us no a st- stunning a success. success.
0: It's a success within the scope of this political election, but I don't expect it's going to carry on beyond this.
1: It may those people if they're smart. And if people are able to communicate with them that hey look and I think you know Ron, the cool thing that Ron Paul has is a son with the last same, similar last name. for yeah, but name. doesn't have
2: principles. He's well, he uh, Senator Paul obviously has been under some serious fire um, since you know he uh, endorsed Mitt Romney. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> In, indeed that, that's hard to
1: recover from. But look, if okay, not guys, to mention
2: he seems like he might be
1: a homophobe. I don't. No. I mean, that, now, you're, now you're totally in the realm of speculation. Well, Why would a, you do that?
0: There was a joke that he made uh, that was, you know, kind of seemed a little anti-gay.
1: All right. Well, I didn't hear the joke. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, but you, you know, see, here's he's made name, some good votes. The fact is, all the politicians you've got a choice of in the major uh, parties right now haven't mm-hmm. made any good votes. Well, no, yeah,
2: Senate, Senator Rand Paul's done a lot of stuff to gum up the works in D.C. I yeah. mean— that's, he's the best
1: politician. I'll in- give him
2: credit where credit's due, but he's not his dad. I mean, he's no. not, he doesn't, can't even okay. carry his dad's
0: jockstrap. Uh, <laughs> maybe but, he's going to do better. You know? Maybe
1: maybe he's one of these infiltrators. I don't know. Yeah, well,
0: I don't think so. But all that said, That's uh, just, there's, just there's several la- right? layers, Mark, uh, that you would have to succeed at in order to have any kind of effect, like you were saying, of actually electing more liberty-oriented politicians to affect policy. I mean, not only would you have to affect the Republican parties in each of those states in a positive direction, but you'd also have to somehow not have power seeking sickos running for those political uh, offices. And so you just have. In my opinion, way too many hoops. It's way too difficult. And I, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. By all means, go to all the party convention things that you want to, and spend all the time and the effort and the money on trying to influence the Republican Party. But set a date. Go ahead and set a you know a deadline where you'll assess, look back on what has happened in the light. Let's say you know four years, six years, whatever. Where you'll look back and you'll think, huh? Well, it was like this in 2012, and now it's like this in 2016. Have we really seen any progress? And look at it honestly. You know, have some sort of metric by which you can calculate yes this person is definitely more liberty oriented than has been elected yes the party has changed the platform in these ways to expressly you know uh introduce the ideas of liberty to
2: endorse those ideas
0: have something concrete that you can look for because i bet you you won't find
2: any of it the, the only progress i have seen is at the state level i have seen no progress at the federal level i mean you're
0: the, talking about in new hampshire
2: yeah no, yeah New hampshire in,
0: doesn't count in this discussion oh, okay. we're talking about the other 49 states where there's no cohesive uh, liberty movement but, right of which new to Hampshire's
1: speak. something to point at and say well well, you know, we could be, you know, we could have as much success as that state's had. Yeah. And I would agree that there's, you know, I, I I don't even concentrate on, I don't even care about federal elections. I, I just don't care who gets in there. Uh, Charlie Bass, uh, you know, aot you know, who am I picking between here? I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to mm-hmm. me um, which one of these pers- people I- is running. It really doesn't. All I care about is, you know, the elections that you can actually have some kind of effect on. And that's by talking to your neighbors and, uh, you know, putting, putting a sign in your yard and stuff like that when it comes to these low. elections where the average person doesn't know anything they don't know anything when you're talking about the average person walking into a polling booth and voting for people they you know that in their uh, you know as far as a state rep goes or a state senator or something like that they don't know these candidates from adam and they'll either vote party line They'll just vote for the people the R's behind or vote pe- people the D's behind, or they'll pick a name they like. They'll say, oh, well, Anderson sounds like a good name, or, or Clouseau, uh, my grandmother was French. You know, whatever. Re- I, the, come on, Brad. I mean, an- an- answer honestly. Have you not played Christmas tree on the the voting ballot before? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, me too. I've done it. I've walked into there and, you know, the, 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 if, if it's a nonpartisan situation where I couldn't vote Republican, this is mm-hmm. previously, where I couldn't vote pr- Republican – well, then I would just pick some name that looked good or I'd leave it blank because, well, I don't have no business voting in an election where I'm just picking somebody based on their last name. It's n- ludicrous. Well,
2: New Hampshire eliminated uh, straight ticket voting yes. uh, re- you which know, is not great. too long ago, which is absolutely great. And what does that mean, straight ticket it voting? It means you just check one box and you vote for all the Republican nominees <laughs> and or, or Democratic nominees. And I mean, although that is certainly a good step, I mean, it's not far enough i mean people don't think enough you know obviously i'm guilty of it too so yeah. how do we improve that
0: eight five five four fifty three the say <laughs> Free Line. hey coming up constitutional we haven't really gotten into the california budget crisis in quite a while and it looks like it's getting so bad out there that some cities have actually filed for bankruptcy in oh. fact one of the largest the, the largest city thus far across the u.s to file for bankruptcy has been in california we'll tell you more what's going on here in moments Our two's next free talk take control of the airwaves and bring up anything that you want at 855-453 free that's the SACL CAI toll free line 855 450 3733 join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features there and once again that's freetalklive.com you can actually control the content of the site send uh, whatever you want into the the website by submitting show prep you find something online you want to share with other listeners submit it as show prep that then it can be voted upon And what happens when you submit your uh, prep is it goes into the Upcoming Stories page, uh, and then it can be voted on there. And then if it gets enough votes on the Upcoming Stories queue, uh, it will be promoted to the front page and perhaps make it to the top of the website. So once you get on to freetalklive.com, click Upcoming Stories and start casting votes on the different items that are there because uh, that, that helps determine in the aggregate what our listeners find interesting what you think is most useful so go to freetalklive.com to get interactive it's completely free that's freetalklive.com coming up still uh, details on what's happening out in california where multiple cities at this point are now looking at bankruptcy filings and what does it mean when a city files bankruptcy
1: i guess uh, some some people you know some bondholders getting screwed
2: it means that the municipality goes into federal court and asks that the federal court protect them from all their debts. And anyone who had a contract with them is uh, stopped right away. They get a, it's called an instant stay. Uh, and um, they can't collect debts. And essentially, the municipality can reorganize their debt. Uh, you know, creditors typically get screwed. And, um, hmm. and ultimately, hopefully, they can become solvent again.
0: So we'll tell you more about what's going on there. But Mark is on the line listening in Cincinnati. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Brad and another Mark. Mark in Cincy. Mark going once. I hear somebody there. Somebody with her
1: phone. Sitting on his phone or something.
0: All right, Mark. Thanks for the call. He's gone. 855-450-FREE. So the news is coming out of, uh, let's see, this is probably coming out of Sacramento, where there are multiple cities in California, according to the LA Times, Facing the same financial stressors that push San Bernardino toward bankruptcy, cities across California are slashing day-to-day services and taking other drastic actions to skirt a similar fiscal collapse. For some, it may not be enough. San Bernardino on Tuesday became the third California city to seek bankruptcy protection in the last month. And while no one expects the state to be consumed by municipal insolvencies, other cities teeter on
1: the abyss. There are certainly plenty of them in California. There's a lot of municipalities in California, too, though. Yep.
0: Michael Coleman, fiscal policy advisor for the California League of Cities, says that there are likely to be more... <laughs> the League in... of Cities! He says there are likely to be more in the future, but it's hard to know since a lot of struggling cities may manage to work things out. Some cities may not go into bankruptcy, but they may dissolve. They may cease... To exist. Poof. Now, hold on a second. When somebody out there listening to this hears the words, the city may dissolve, it almost sounds like the buildings are going to crumble into (laughs) dust and that.
2: uh, It's like a screensaver.
0: Yeah, like that—that that there would be some sort of physical uh, you know, decay, but we all know that's not the case because the term "city" actually describes a municipal corporation that has zero to do with uh, the I physical I area. Would have,
1: I don't care, uh, you know, what period of my life you're talking about—in adulthood—I don't think I ever would have thought that.
0: That the city would have actually dissolved.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would have even thought that it would have been that terrible for the economy of that city for that city to go away because I knew. When all you say along, the
0: city, you mean the government.
1: The- okay, what term do you want me to use here, man?
0: Well, I just want to make it clear that people okay. use the term, you just use the term city interchangeably, but you meant it in two different forms. You did, in one sentence, use the word city to mean the plot of land okay. with buildings on it let's, and the municipal corporation. Let's be corporation. 100%
1: clear. The municipal corporation being the city, it, it, whatever city that might be, I don't think I would have even thought that because I know that a municipal corporation is a corporation. A corporation is a piece of paper or sets of paper that protects people from liability, that they, you know, it's a it's a group of people to get together to protect themselves from liability so all they have at that point when the piece of paper go away goes away is essentially the creditors get screwed
2: when when a local municipality files uh, chapter 9 bankruptcy it gives control of a local municipality to the federal government because there's what's called the United States bankruptcy trustee that answers to the Department of Justice that oversees debts and uh, repaying creditors and all sorts of things along those lines and effectively by by filing chapter nine you're surrendering some of your sovereignty and control to the Feds,
1: but for how long? If they get if they get dissolved, then at that point there's it just goes to the county. Then the, essentially would, those people just go to the county. Right, right? either
2: go to the county or to the state. I mean, we I, I remember hearing on Free Talk Live about Maywood, California, um, where the police department was dissolved and you know the county sheriff's department took over the responsibility because mm-hmm. the police department just had so many lawsuits that insurance carriers were like, no way, you know we can't, you know you're just too much risk.
0: So I just thought it was interesting to point that uh, the terminology out. The city dissolving means that the government will be dissolving, of course. Everybody in San Bernardino will continue with their uh, businesses, and they'll continue on with their lives and doing the things that they were doing previously.
1: Without they might get the fewer services in in some some sense. I mean, you know, maybe maybe the the you know, health c- inspector city of uh, San Bernardino has a trash collection and code be, enforcers. A yeah, uh, no trash collection. I'm using this as an example. Yeah. Real services.
0: Oh, real services. Oh, and,
1: okay. and I mean there are real services the municipalities offer. They often offer them at uh, uncompetitive un- un- rates, but whatever. Um, well the
0: market will take care of that
1: it will but it won't take care of it without bumps and glitches along the way and that's what people don't want well, too bad. They want st- stability.
0: Too bad. Yeah. They shouldn't have counted on the government to handle those services if yeah. that's what they didn't want. This if what is what they happens, wanted was, right? Right. If what they wanted was stability into the future, they shouldn't have counted on an agency that can use violence to ensure that uh, it will continue. Because eventually, force always has unintended consequences. So eventually, your violent system is going to fail. And you'll be lucky if all you get is a little blip in trash service as a result of uh, that failure. So, let me continue here. Once rare, turning to bankruptcy, this again from the LA Times...
1: By the way, what you mean by violence is is that uh, it forces people to participate in a group that they may or may not have wanted to participate in. If it takes a majority vote, or even a supermajority vote, to enter into a municipal agreement um, to create a a municipal corporation, then there are people that didn't want to enter into it. Mm. And those people being forced to pay additional property taxes in order to be in some landmass that they didn't want to be in... I mean, it's it's basic. It's immoral. It's immoral to grab people. Uh, it's immoral for two wolves and a sheep to vote on what's for dinner.
0: No doubt. So now, turning to bankruptcy has become a painful but enticing option for cities whose labor costs and municipal debt far outpace anemic tax revenues. The Bay Area city of Vallejo began the current trend in May of 2008, filing for Chapter 9 bankruptcy protection because city leaders said salaries and benefits for its public safety workers were eating up too much of the general
2: fund. As a former uh, public sector union member, I I am willing to uh, wager that the union members there were furious about that. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Furious about the bankruptcy, or f- oh, uh, furious about the fact that whatever contract they had with the government has just been completely nullified by the government. By the bankruptcy. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Oh yeah. well, that's I that's mean, what happens when, when you contract with criminals. Well, when you contract with the government, who gets to define what a legal contract is? Uh, you know, contracts between private people, uh, you know, are, are generally uh, uh, enforced by state law. But when you're dealing with the state or the government, they can change the rules of the contract. And there's nothing you can do. Right. What are you going to
0: do? Sue them in their court?
2: Right. Their court will say that's not the law anymore. Sorry.
0: San Bernardino couldn't close a $45.8 million budget shortfall and would be unable to make its payroll this summer. Days before Tuesday's city council vote, the city of 211,000 people had just $150,000 in the bank. The city barely scraped together enough money to cover its June payroll. It had largely patched over its growing f- uh, fiscal ills, exacerbated by the struggling economy, by tapping out its reserves over the last several years. So they didn't change anything about how their government was operating. They didn't cut the pension. They didn't uh, cut the you know the budget. They just t- tapped into the reserve. So over over the good times and the good years when the money was just flowing in, yeah. uh, they just sucked it all away. Which, by the way, uh, if you look at The comprehensive annual financial reports you'll learn more about this Uh, the idea being that the budget is only a portion of the comprehensive annual financial report and there's all this money that's off a budget so when the government tells you that they've got budget deficits and all that they're not telling you about all the money they've got in savings or in investments or in capital assets or in all these other things that they've got uh, that are not appearing in the budget so that's what this city did was they went to all of their other assets and started to sell things and cash in their stocks and then use that to fund the city there's more coming up here at 855-453 it's free talk live
1: There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at Ccrane.com. cranecom C-C-R-A-N-E.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, toll-free, number for you, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll free line, 1 855 450 3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Bradley. And Mark. We invite you over to our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and you can get tuned in there. We've got live streams in broadband, midband, and narrowband versions, uh, which will fit whatever internet connection you happen to be on. So once again, listen.freetalklive.com takes you there. It'll also take you to a list of our radio stations, over 100 of them across the country on AM and FM airing the show throughout the week at various different times. You can learn about them, and you can also learn about our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, where we're on all week long on two different XM channels, actually, plus our KU Band Free-to-Air channel. There's that option as well. And in addition to that, there's our webcam and the listen lines that allow you to tune in via your phone that can dial long distance. So go to listen.freetalklive.com and learn about how you can get Free Talk Live into your ears. That's listen.freetalklive.com.
1: There's a new currency out there, and it's uh, ma- mainly focused on the internet. It's called bitcoins, and with bitcoins, it's mathematically impossible for anyone to counterfeit or inflate them. Now, I can tell you when it comes to every other currency out there, it's, you know, as far as counterfeiting goes, it's a heck of a lot easier to counterfeit them. Most of the counterfe- anti-counterfeiting measurements measures out there have to go with incarceration, and as far as inflation goes... Well, you deal with whatever inflation the government gives you. If the government decides it wants to print twice as many dollars as it has, and by print, I mean just, you know, create them on the computer. They don't even come in real life. They're just on computer screens someplace in banks and that sort of thing. And to deplete, if they print twice as many dollars, then they're going to, you know, cut in half the value of the money that you have in the bank. So with... Bitcoins, they can't do that. It's impossible for them to insert themselves inside of your money. There's a fixed amount of Bitcoins that could uh, possibly be created, and that's it. To find more, you can go to weusecoins.org, and you can get your Bitcoin wallet at bitcoin.org. So it's weusecoins.org to watch the video. It's a minute and a half and it's worth watching. And to get your wallet, bitcoin.org. And to they get.
0: probably link to it from weusecoins.org. You don't probably have to true. mention all those
1: sites. Okay. Uh, how about uh, bitinstant.com where you can go get bitcoins? I think that's a pretty important yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's an important one. You go there to bitinstant.com, you can uh, find out more than 700,000 locations across the world, and those numbers are going up every single week, by the way. I probably, I, I really should go look because there are probably more numbers than that. Um, and you can just go deposit cash at a bunch of different places and get bitcoins. It's very easy to do, bitinstant.com. All
0: right, more coming up about the California bankruptcy situation. But first, we go to the phones and your thoughts. John is on the line listening in Virginia. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Brad, and Mark. Hey, guys,
6: how are Hi, you doing? Hey, Great,
0: man. what's on your mind tonight?
6: Um, on Saturday, um, President Obama is going to be in Virginia um, Glenn Allen having a rally, and I'm helping to organize a protest of it to help spread the message of liberty.
0: So you're going to be protesting what exactly?
6: Um, just the, the general loss of liberty that we're having under him, mm-hmm. and I'm doing that with uh, the help of Liberate RVA.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, I think we met uh, Cal from Liberate RVA uh, at the yeah. Porcupine Freedom Festival.
3: Yeah. Great. Um, so so the the wanna... objective
0: is to do uh, you know, get the word out about freedom to the people that will be there... To support Obama or I, yeah,
6: yeah, okay, just do some liberty activism.
2: Having uh, having done that myself, you know, in the Ron Paul campaign, it's uh, it, hostilities tend to go high if you try to convince people that their candidate is is wrong in any way. You know, people I've mm-hmm. uh, seen quite a few tempers flare, and
0: it's not exactly a uh, a good target demographic yeah. uh, anybody that's a radical supporter of an existing candidate whether we're talking about obama or romney likely not uh, going to be too receptive to new ideas but reaching,
1: right. you I'm never sorry. know well i i don't i think that uh, let me ask one question here are you guys uh, philosophically against voting
6: um some of us are some of us aren't
1: just tell them you're philosophically against voting they won't care about what you have to say at all
6: <laughs> so what are you going to
0: do I and mean, what is your plan as far as uh, reaching out to these folks
6: um well we're going to we're trying to get as close um to the place as we can. It's the Walkerton Tavern. Um and we wanna get as close as we can and just hold some signs um talk to people, hopefully. So Obama's going
0: to be coming to a a bar in Richmond?
6: Um, it it's called Walkerton Tavern Tavern, but it's like a historic site, um, that was used in the Civil War. I see. Um it's not a functioning bar.
2: Got it. And what's? It? Gee, I kind of liked it at first. I was thinking that would be a much better campaign stop if it, you know. So yeah. he's
0: he's just going there to like speechify basically do a political campaign kind of.
6: Yeah, I just told a general rally.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Well, they will be interesting because uh, you'll certainly be likely to encounter the uh, Secret Service. So I imagine that you'll probably want to have some video cameras on you just to make sure that uh, you'll be able to protect yourself. I'm sure they'll love that. Right? And they yeah. may try to put you into a free speech zone. If they do that, what will you do?
6: Um, well, we're not, we're not going to try to get arrested. Um,
0: well, you don't. Sometimes they have to try to get arrested to get arrested. Just, right, so just you know.
2: don't do what you're told, and there you go. Sometimes yeah. they just
0: arrest you just because just they don't like you. In fact, there, well, were some folks, uh, there were some folks up here in New Hampshire a few years ago, Russell and Kat Canning. Uh, they were arrested uh, for holding signs near, I believe it was during the 2008 uh, campaign. George yeah. Bush had come to town or something like that. But
1: they refused to move off the sidewalk or something like that, isn't it right?
0: I think so, yeah. They stood on one corner. They, were they, on did, a they didn't want to go something. to the other corner on the sidewalk. Yeah. I mean, it was a ridiculous arrest. And uh, they were just standing there Nothing holding signs. Nothing happened
1: sign. as a result. No. not that uh, right?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think I think they just arrested them to get them
2: off the streets.
0: Right. Essentially, what drop uh, charges after which is an
2: abuse of the arrest process. But. Of course it
0: is, but that's what they do. They just want to get you out of their their purview and get get you out of the way. So uh, just you know, you have to be careful. You're dealing with uh, unpredictable elements. I mean, you can you can protect yourself as much as possible, and you can jump through the hoops if they put them up for you. But just be aware, there's always that risk. So you're going, you're not going out alone though. I mean, what kind of a size group are you going to have?
6: Um, so far I have about four other people. Um, I'm hoping to get more. The more people, the better.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Lots of, the more cameras, the better.
0: Are you going to have, uh, handouts or just, uh, what, what kind of information will you be offering?
6: Um, we're going to have signs. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make some handouts.
0: But... Great. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And I wish you the best. And, uh, anything else you want to share tonight? No. Hopefully you can influence some folks to maybe think about some other options. And I appreciate your call. And, uh, you know, hey, good. I hope that they can liberate Richmond. If they can, I'll move to Richmond.
1: <laughs> I think that this is people getting their, uh, you know, putting on their libertari- their liberty activist water wings, right? I mean, yeah. you know, people getting getting you know, some started and, you know, see what it's like. It's exciting.
0: And- it's exciting to get out there and do activism. Just remember, you are at risk. It yeah. may feel safe. But there's always the chance they'll come and decide to uh, make some crap up. I mean, they don't have to
2: be honest when they arrest you for stuff. It happened to me. They lied. I got arrested at the United States border uh, Mm. on 7-2 of 2011 for not doing anything illegal. And they lied in their report. I filed a complaint. They lied to a U.S. senator's office. And... uh, it can happen to me. It can happen to you. You got to be careful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I always feel terrible when I see folks out there. You know, like you said, Mark, they're they're excited about activism. They have found the ideas of liberty. They want to tell other people about them. They want to get out there and they want to be seen and they want to uh, to hit the streets and do. How stuff. many years
1: did you do activism in Florida? Several. Like, Before
0: I left, you mean? Yeah, maybe. at least six,
1: and uh, so so does a half a dozen years. And yeah. uh, why'd you leave Florida? Because
0: uh, there were hardly anybody doing Your activism didn't do anything? Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say it didn't do anything. It yeah. got
1: other people to want to leave to go with you? So yeah. To the Free State Project? Yeah. Okay.
0: That, that, that happened. I did uncover a few uh, great activists in my time uh, doing that, and they've all moved here. 855-450-FREE. You take control. Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, toll free at 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy them. Once again, freetalklive.com. You can, of course, enjoy the Shrine of Female listeners as well. And if you're a lady listener, you can become part of the Shrine. It's the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video to show that they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com takes you there. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Bradley. And Mark. We'll continue, of course, taking your phone calls about whatever you want. And I just uh, maybe just a couple more thoughts for our last caller that is planning a some sort of a protest slash outreach event. Uh, apparently Obama is going to be coming to do a campaign stop in uh, Richmond, Virginia. And they're planning to do some sort of a, a sign-holding slash uh, handing out of literature style event. And I, I think it's great. I think people should get active. I know a lot of people feel like they can't leave where they are to come to New Hampshire. In fact, I know Meg uh, Meg McLean, who was on this show for a while, she ended up moving down to the Virginia area. Uh, I miss Meg. I haven't seen her in a while. She says she's going to come back. I guess she's trying to get a few things They in all order. come back. <laughs> Not all of them, uh, but some people do. Anyway, uh, my point was that her and Nathan Cox uh, from copblock.org are putting together a huge outreach project down there where they're printing up lots of fancy flyers and all kinds of information. They're going to make something like 10,000 handouts. She does awesome graphic design. She does. And so there's some real doers out there uh, around the the country. And it's just, it bums me out when I hear that they're getting, when they get arrested for stuff. Because I feel like, you know, on the other hand we have our friends get arrested up here in in New Hampshire like Adamo just went to jail yesterday and i always feel frustrated because i wish there was more i could do for them besides write them a letter at mailtojail.com or uh, you know put some money in their commissary account or blog about them over at freekeen.com which by the way the, Adamo uh, there's a blog post put up there right now. If you want to read the latest on that situation, you can go to freekeen.com. That'll bring you up to speed. But at least we have those things that we can do here. We have mailtojail.com in New Hampshire. You don't have that in Virginia. You don't have it in Florida. You don't have it anywhere else. It's only for the activists here in New Hampshire.
2: I always like to tell people that one of the uh, craziest things that you can see up here in New Hampshire when it comes to liberty activism is somebody can have a $5 parking ticket and there will be a courtroom Packed with activists, yep. who you know, who are hell bent on just, uh, you know, supporting their friend. On you know, right.
0: You're not going to get that uh, where you come from. I can't imagine the libertarians down in Sarasota coming out to a court trial. For, uh, for anybody, I mean, or in any significant number of them coming out to it. There wasn't, That's where we're from. There isn't even a significant number of them to start out with. So how are you going to get them to show up to do anything? It was difficult to get folks to come out and volunteer. Like uh, our last caller said he had four people lined up to help out with the, the protest. And I can tell you, I've had, when I was living in Florida, I've had four or five people tell me they were going to come out and do something and had two of them show up. So, I mean, I know that uh, it's hard to wrangle volunteers when you're trying to get things done. And... I just look. If you burn out, when you burn out on doing activism where you are, don't give up on activism. Get together with other people who aren't burned out. Get together with other people who are willing to keep going.
2: And, uh, get, oh, it's, it's stressful. Yeah. I mean, getting involved in, uh, controversial things and trying to, uh, defend things that are unpopular, it does stress you out. And you need, you know, if, if you, like, you know, when I defended Jason Talley here, there's a lot of people supporting me. Uh and you know, we get through these things together and that's important. And that made a difference, right? How oh, totally support? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean I'm if, just trying to do the right thing is a lot easier when there's lots of people uh, around you who want to do the same thing.
0: You know, one of the places where there's a lot of great activists uh, is the Phoenix area. And, of course, freedomsphoenix.com is part of that whole scene. It's a great place to go to get some uh, liberty news from around the, the world.
1: Yeah, readers of freedomsphoenix.com are constantly provided detailed real news that lies between the lines of propaganda and the relationship that we have with Coercive governments. FreedomsPhoenix.com offers up to the minute updates on the economy, technology, communications, and the rise of the police state. Go now to FreedomsPhoenix.com and sign up for the free daily dispatch. It's FreedomsPhoenix.com.
4: All
0: right, so uh, we'll continue, and you can bring up anything you want. Kevin, listening in Indy to WXNT, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Well, I think part of the problem with the rise of the police state has to do with the dramatic increase in crime that we're seeing throughout the country, and, and please. Don't be fooled. The crime is on the march, and, I, and it's really increasing dramatically. And part of us because of the lack of jobs, people have no jobs anymore to really go. I thought through. crime,
0: violent crime, was on the downturn in the last so, couple of decades.
4: They can tell you that, Ian, but it's just a lie, just like everything else. Well, h- how do you
1: how do you back up the statement that it's a lie? If, I mean, help me with this. I mean.
4: It is on the increase,
6: guys, in cities. It it is. Is that
1: from your observation, or is that from any kind of statistical information?
4: All the above. What they're doing is they're taking crimes and putting it over in one category if it wasn't an insurance claim. And a lot of times when the violent crimes take place in the inner cities, uh, there are no insurance claims. If you really dig into it, you will find that crime is on the increase. But but regardless of that, that's also being fueled... Again the rise of the police state being fueled by the uh, you know prohibition on drugs all the illegal drug activity that's going on that could be easily taken care of if we legalized everything if you take pharmaceuticals uh, the United States of America is five percent of the population but yet we consume fifty six percent of pain pills in the world
7: and that's mm, another wow.
4: area. Where, yeah it's staggering and so we're, we're what we're doing is we're becoming a drug culture uh, tobacco the Taxes of cigarettes now are five, six, eight, ten dollars wherever you live, which is ridiculous. People are going to smoke, and the increase in theft and violence, and as far as stealing cigarettes and selling on the black market, is it's incredible. And so there you go. You're giving the police an agenda, and that's and they're it's they're only reacting to the violent crimes. They're not even reacting to other crimes now because they're they're so overwhelmed.
0: Oh, well, I wouldn't say that's true. They're uh, constantly arresting people for peaceful acts. The jail here is full of peaceful people who have never committed violence at all.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard numbers as high as 90 percent of uh, inmates in the, uh, in the in the prison system are in for nonviolent crimes. I
0: mean, it'd be great if they actually focused on violent criminals, but that's not at all what's happening. I mean, after all, the police are interested in officer safety first and foremost. So uh, they, spend,
4: they spend the majority of their time. OK, they come to the violent scene after the fact. In other words. 20 police officers will show up at a violent scene and waste a tremendous amount of man hours. So, and from that perspective, I agree. But yet then they go out looking for somebody to make an legal, legal lane change, and then they throw them in jail for 20 years for having a bag of pot. So, you know, I'm saying legalize everything. Uh, you know, we, we need more jobs. That's, that's another issue. How, how are we going to attack that?
0: Well, um, one thing's for sure. If you decriminalize marijuana, that would create some jobs. Uh, there'd be all okay. kinds of jobs created oh, I mean, There'd be
2: a ton of jobs created in the hemp industry that, that you know, are, the fact that you can't have industrialized hemp here in the United States is just, I mean, insane. I, I bought an awesome pair of... Uh, hemp sandals when I was in Maui, mm-hmm. uh, and the sandals were made in a different country. Sure. You know, because you can't make them here. I mean, yeah, I'm wearing them right now, and I'm not smoking them. You know, right. I mean, you, you, <laughs> hemp. I mean, the Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper, was it not? I believe it was. A, yep. a good thing it wasn't yep. grown in the United States. Or our, wait a minute, it probably was.
4: Run our currency, in it. but here's the other thing. You know, you, you brought up an interesting point, and that is if you look at what's going on in society today. It, it has to do with the legalization of drugs. Would take care of. It would take so many people out of the prisons. Uh, you know, it, it would just. It would lower a lot of the problems right off the bat. It, it just would. You're so.
0: absolutely right about that, Kevin. And I thank you for the call okay, and the thoughts you. tonight, sir. At eight five five four fifty free. I agree. I think the uh, war on drugs is probably one of the the biggest. Uh, albatrosses that uh, are around our collective necks—it's—it's uh, it's weighing this uh, country down, and it is destroying people's lives. And having the drugs decriminalized across the board could do so much for the economy. It would be incredible.
2: Today, on my way here um, from northern New Hampshire, I had to go through a border patrol suspicionless checkpoint. Really? Uh, and um, what was this on ninety one? It was on ninety three. And interestingly, um, was the, this
0: one of those random checkpoints? Right. They just—they
2: just set it up in yeah. the middle of nowhere. They can do it. There's a great map on the aclu website that shows that unless you're in denver or something like that th- they can set up these suspicionless checkpoints anywhere we heard
0: that, uh, that that's not true that that was exaggerated and actually they can set these up anywhere they want to whether you're in denver or not these suspicionless. the old idea was it was only within 100 miles of the border yeah not true they can uh. set these up anywhere hmm. 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll free line but you can tell us more about it here in a moment sure. it's free talk live
8: we
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want toll free, 855 450 free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give to you. So enjoy those on us. Again, Free Talk Live. Dot com. If you'd like, you can support the show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com and that's where you'll get the details on how you can help advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live and get perks like access to the Amp Only call-in lines, the Amp Only podcast, forum, and more. You can get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or use Visa or MasterCard right on our site over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive. Dot com. As we continue taking your phone calls here in a moment, but first, uh, Brad, you were telling us that you got stopped on the way down to the studio tonight because yeah. you are a really dedicated co-host and you actually drive something like two and a half hours or two hours to, yeah,
2: to get Yeah, it's, but it's one of the most awesome drives ever. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's actually... It fun. won't be in the during the winter when yeah, it's popular. That's true. There. That's right. true. Well,
0: I mean, we'll enjoy you while we can have you, and I uh, <laughs> appreciate you coming out. Uh, but you come at, you come down from the northern part of uh, New Hampshire to to be here in the southwestern portion, and I guess on the way down on the interstate, you encountered a roping checkpoint.
2: Yeah, they set them up pretty much uh, wherever they want, and they stop everybody to question uh, what your immigration status is, and one. Um, you know one thing that stood out to me was that they had uh police dogs there and you know police dogs are generally one of three things either they they don't smell mexicans <laughs> they they're one of three things either they detect cadavers they detect bombs or they detect narcotics and um, i
1: suppose they could be the cadaver dogs looking for people in the trunk right i suppose i mean the Um, possibility exists it seems like a much higher likelihood that in fact they're just sniffing around your car to see if they get a dog to alert for drugs Mm.
2: yeah right and uh, at a checkpoint down in arizona um a, a cbp officer tried to explain to me once that you know the dogs are there because there's a drug problem and i tried to explain to him that the federal government uh you know, creates the drug problem and the violence problem through prohibition and th- trying to force Mexico to keep doing silly things. Um, but anyway, I came through the checkpoint today and, you know, they're very polite and um, just asked what our citizenship was. And uh, so what'd you I, say? I said, uh, the question was, uh, first, I offered the officer some french fries because <laughs> I, I was eating some from McDonald's and he said uh, no and just asked if we were American citizens and said yes. Hmm. you don't have to answer the question, right? No, you have absolutely no obligation. You have to stop. In fact, if you don't stop, you can spend five years in federal prison. Oh, wow. If you Google 18 U.S.C. 758, it says that you can do five years in prison for not stopping at a federal checkpoint. So, you know, these things, you don't have a choice. You got to stop, but you don't have to answer questions about yourself because of the Fifth Amendment. And you don't have to do anything other than sit there until they tell you you can leave. So why did
1: you decide to um, answer their
2: questions? uh, Because, you know, I'm not looking to start any problems. Are they only checking
0: southbound traffic? Yes, southbound
2: traffic. I mean, (laughs) checking northbound traffic would be... it's Canadians I, trying to get back. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, do the dogs or do, do do Canadians smell funny? I'm not sure.
0: Well, now as you were saying, Mark, you might you were thinking the dogs might possibly be a body dogs or a human detecting dogs, but it wouldn't make much sense. How far south of the uh, south of the northern border were? It you? was
2: just um, south of Lincoln, New Hampshire, which is like a half hour, an hour south? Uh, I would say probably an hour and a half south.
0: So, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for those dogs to be human-sniffing dogs, because <laughs> if you're going to tr- uh, take somebody across the border, you can, and you've managed to successfully get them across the border, they can get out and then, you know... Jump into the, the car and ride like normal because people in the cars, your passengers, have no obligation to identify themselves.
1: I'm not saying any of this makes any sense. Right. I mean, I'm trying to not trying to defend it in any way.
0: They're more likely to be drug dogs than
1: anything. Right. Else. I mean, it, you know, they they want to be able to stop cars and ask questions of cars, yeah. and um, they run they a dog around. They again? don't care they at not. all about whether or not they impede sort of progress and efficiency of the citizens because they're of no consequence to them.
2: No. I mean, they they were very nice. Uh, in doing what they do. And my objection to what they do is that internal checkpoints are unconstitutional. The government should not interfere with anybody's freedom of movement if they're not if they're not committing a crime against a person or property.
0: Well, I think it would be fun to have you make one of those videos because there have been some great videos that people down on the southern border uh, or near the southern border that have also been through these checkpoints have made where they re- absolutely refuse to answer that question.
2: Yeah, and, you know, and I've done that before too, um, but I am more interested in uh, in trying to uh, build alliances uh, with the officers that. Are doing this and trying to uh, trying to explain to them that look, just because the Supreme Court said it's okay uh, doesn't make it right, doesn't make it constitutional. And I mean, the Supreme Court just said that you can be forced at the threat of federal imprisonment to buy a uh, you know to buy health insurance, which of course corporations lobbied heavily in order to have this mandate. Is
0: there prison behind that? I thought they were of just going to jack is. your taxes, right?
2: But what happens when you uh, when your taxes get jacked and you just say, oh, that's nice, I'm not going to pay it. You know what's going to happen? Well, no, I thought they were going to take money out of your paycheck. Okay, so you don't pay your paycheck. Excuse me. You you work under the table. You don't pay the penalty. You don't file your tax return, which is a misdemeanor. You know, it eventually. You okay, know. if
0: you're not fi- if you're not filing the tax return, then I suppose they could assess you the fee or whatever. Right,
2: for- and I mean they're hiring. I th- I think I saw on Facebook sixteen thousand five hundred more uh, federal agents, IRS revenue agents. Oh boy! Y- you know to. Uh, and of course, if you know this, eventually could lead you up in federal prison. And you know, I think the Federal Bureau of Prisons has a lot better things to be doing than making sure people are healthy. And of course, the uh, the policymakers who came up with this whole grand idea of the individual mandate would like you to like you to disconnect in your mind the fact that you could end up in prison. And it's just like, you know, it's like the velvet glove. It's like, come this way, you know, do this. Don't worry about it. But eventually, all this stuff ends up with either your house getting taken, your bank, your, your bank account being levied, uh, or, or some other you know, forcible extraction of your property.
0: Well, I don't think the people should be afraid. I think they need to do what's right rather than what's expedient. And uh, I hope that uh, more people will refuse to answer those questions as they're driving through those you, checkpoints. You
2: have a constitutional right to say nothing.
0: And you also have a right to record the interaction as well. Yes, and I would highly recommend. it. not the that.
1: best thing to say first is, "Am I being detained? Do I?" Well, am you I free are. To being go? De- you are being detained. It, well, I think that's a question you to ask. Still though, ask right? it
2: though. Right. Well, they'll tell you no, you're not because then I, they, then you because can leave, they, right no. But see, <laughs> but you have to understand that this is how they're trained to do, to do these things. So with that in mind, you know, you knowing that this is what they have to do, how can you have the biggest impact? Uh, in that area, and you know, when I've gone through these things in the past, I've been quiet. I, I've I've never been rude, and but of course, you know, um, people in uh, authority positions take uh, anything but complete compliance as a sign of disrespect. Yes, generally, which which, which it not always is, uh, and you know, I've been quiet until I've been told, okay, you can leave, and then. Uh, I always try that, uh, excuse me, in the past, I always tried that when I, the second I was told I could leave, I would always say, excuse me, could I please talk to you for a minute and explain to you um, why, you know, I, why I was quiet and what, you know, hmm. what I was trying to accomplish. And what I've always been told um, by the CBP officers who have, uh, you know, uh, with the exception of the ones who arrested me, who have always been very nice, is that, oh, you know, we're just, you know, just doing our thing. Sure. You know, this is what we're supposed to do. They're just following orders. Right. So. Right.
1: I mean, No doubt. There's, there's and not... I think you could have an effect on that. And I think that since you're running for sheriff, that's probably the best uh, best choice. But you know, maybe compliance by the average person isn't the greatest thing to do. Every could you time, kick right?
0: them out as a sheriff of Coas no. uh, County? Could no. you say, "Get out of here! You can't no. be on my road." No. Why not? I thought that uh, the sheriff was the highest law and uh, lawman. Because of
2: the land. under the uh, U.S. Constitution, it has what's called the supremacy clause, which allows the federal government to do things. And there's a lot of court decisions, including the one allowing these unconstitutional checkpoints, these court decisions allow these things. So Could you arrest them for something?
0: Could you like trump up some sort of uh, charge? You know how the cops always have disorderly conduct or whatever else <laughs> you you know,
2: they can? They use it against us. Why shouldn't we be able to do You could
1: see? put sheriffs right there in their, um, amongst their group keeping an eye on them make sure that they don't break any laws. In fact,
2: there was a deputy sheriff that was there. Uh, he
1: wasn't keeping an eye on them to make sure they didn't break no, any laws, though.
2: No, I think he was probably participating, which yes, I, exactly certain, what he was I doing. certainly would have a problem with that because freedom of movement should not be interfered anyone who lives here. They
1: probably don't like the idea that maybe police officers are checking into what they're doing, right? Like They would hate that. You mean like they're doing to other people, right? So, oh. I mean, it'd be really cool to have one of your officers go and go and toss their car. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, I mean people who, who think that you know, uh, if, if someone gets elected and you, you, you become sheriff, you can just you know, change public policy, it's not true. Because look at what happened at Ruby Ridge. An FBI sniper completely violated the Constitution by shooting somebody who was not presenting a threat. And, shooting
0: a woman with a baby in her arms. Yeah,
2: shooting a woman with a baby in her arms, which violates uh, a U.S. Supreme Court case. Wasn't it in the back? Uh, I don't in the back? no I, don't, I thought they got it through the front. She was at the door. She was just in the doorway holding a baby. Right. Shot her. So this this sniper uh, killed somebody in cold blood. The state charged them, but then the federal court, uh, the U.S. attorney gets it sent to federal court and they dismiss it. So you need to understand how it works and that there is no accountability.
0: Here's what I'd do if I were the sheriff. I'd go out to that uh, checkpoint and tell them, you guys can't be blocking traffic. Get out of here. And then if they don't, arrest them for disorderly conduct.
2: And they'd arrest you for interfering with a federal officer.
0: 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's why
2: you'll never get elected sheriff, my (laughs) friend. You can
0: bring up anything here. (laughs) Hour three's next.
2: This
9: program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. All the features that are there for you are free. So enjoy freetalklive.com. You can create the content on the site. All you have to do to participate is get an account. They're free. And then find something that you want to share with our listeners, maybe a YouTube video, news article, blog post. Submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It then appears in the upcoming stories page where you can vote on the other things that people have submitted to the site. Vote up or vote down, whether you like or dislike And the most liked, make it to the front page and the top of the site. So go and get interactive. It's all free at freetalklive.com. Here tonight is Ian. Bradley. And Mark. Going to your phone calls and then more about the California bankruptcy uh, situation, which is uh, currently developing multiple cities on the brink of and or filing in the middle of filing bankruptcy. But first, Vince is in Indy listening to WXNT. Hey, Vince.
8: Hello, Ian and Mark and and Bradley. Hey, yeah.
0: That's right. Go ahead with your thoughts, Vince.
8: I want to point something up to you, it's in your, the rules of the court here in New Hampshire, it's called the collection processes for small claims judges. And it, and it goes, it goes through a process here, you know, where the plaintiff can be awarded a judgment if someone doesn't pay their bills,
7: but mm-hmm.
8: it can be dev- done by default or by, confessed by the defendant. And then, you know, then they go through, you know, they, they can schedule periodic payments, a filing fee for the plaintiff, which then is put on to the defendant, but it also says, you know, the court can conduct payment hearings, and if the defendant fails to appear or there's proof of service, the plaintiff may request an order of arrest.
0: Okay. And really? they've
8: been able to do this now since the late
2: 70s, so. Yeah, I've arrested people for those before.
0: All right, so if somebody is uh, in an agreement to make a payment, and then there's a payment hearing, and they don't show up, they
1: could be arrested for it.
8: They could be arrested for it, yes. It's gotcha. been in effect that I mean I thought we had laws against debtors'
1: prison, yeah apparently i mean it's, I could see I could see the uh the, the you know the conflict there well
0: wouldn't the arrest be for the purpose of getting that person in front of the judge not to put them in prison
2: the The purpose of the uh at least the warrants that i'm familiar with is uh the warrants are issued with the cash bail amount being the amount in controversy, so uh, if if you sue somebody um in the small claims system, which is, uh, it's, it's sort of a combination of uh, common law and Chapter 503 under New Hampshire law. And if you sue somebody, uh, and they don't comply with the, uh, you know, the court ordered payments, uh, the court's next step is to issue an arrest warrant. And the police will arrest you and the bail commissioner will come and say, you know, will say that, okay, $500 cash bail, and that goes to the court and goes to the the other person in the matter, the plaintiff, or yes, whatever.
0: Right. But so the arrest in that case is not to put the person in jail; they're not being charged with anything, right? So it's they're a collection
2: situation. It's a coercive collections, right. you know, process.
0: Well, the idea would be if they're not showing up to the court hearing, the payment hearing, then the arrest would be to bring them to court.
8: Would, the, uh, would well, it not?
2: Well, I think I think um, what the caller is speaking about is once there is a judgment, right, caller?
8: Yeah, once there's a judgment yeah. issued by the. The court there.
0: But you said that it was also at uh, the point of a payment hearing, so there was already a judgment, and then they have a hearing yeah. on the the the, the payment uh, status, right? Right.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I mean, how if if somebody legitimately, um, you know, was wrong somehow and they win money in court, and then a person refuses to pay, I mean, how else? In the state system, would these things be enforced? I I realize, uh, Ian and Mark, I mean, you gentlemen probably would prefer much more of a less coercive way. But, you know, these small claims things, uh, they typically involve a breach of contract.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that if you've agreed to a payment schedule and you aren't showing up to explain why you haven't made a payment, yeah, uh, then it's not unreasonable to bring you in front of that particular hearing. And that's what it sounds like. The purpose of this arrest is is not to sock you in I a jail cell. I think the best cell. thing to
1: do is hit, hit their credit. But.
0: Well, yeah, but also, you know, there might be. If we're asking the question of well, well what would this look like in the absence of the uh, the state? Then you know, maybe there would be collateral put up. Uh, maybe there would be some sort of insurance. Maybe there, uh, or or maybe you know, maybe the part of the agreement would be that you'd be going into a cage. You'd be going to work, some sort of a work camp where you, uh, you know, when you're on the outside, you have the ability to make payments on your own and you know set up whatever the agreement is. But if you break that agreement, then you know that you'll be placed into some sort of a work camp where you won't be able to make As much for yourself alongside of the money that you'd be making for the person that you are paying off in that case. So you you have an incentive to not go to the work camp, right? You want to stay out. You want to stay in your current job. Uh, you want to make your payments on time, and then uh, that'll keep you from going to But, I mean, work
2: there camp. are still people, Ian, that, you know, if if they are sentenced in, uh, in a hypothetical voluntary society, if mm-hmm. they're sentenced to a work camp to, uh, to to make restitution, there are people out there who are going to say, you know, pound sand.
0: Oh, right. I was only talking about somebody who'd made an agreement. Oh, so yeah. so the person going to the work camp would have already agreed that if they violated the terms of payment, that they could be put into a work camp. Yeah. So that would be part of their agreement. But you're right. You can't get, uh, you know... Know, blood from a stone, and if you are in a situation where somebody has wronged you and they have nothing to take and they have nothing, you know, they're not going to earn money and they're not going to send anything your way, uh, then that's a situation where insurance claims could come into play yeah. where you insure whatever it is against loss, insure yourself against loss or your house or whatever it is we're talking about here that's been damaged. Then the insurance company will pay out the claim. Right. So then you'll be made whole, and then it'll be in the, the insurance company's interest to try to extract Whatever sort of uh, restitution from the aggressor in the case. Am, am I making sense that the, the insurance company could? You're, you're uh, making sense. I, I, just solve think, that?
2: I, I just think that. I just think that. And again, caller. I mean, I'm sorry if if we sort of. You know, Vince. It, uh, Vince. I'm sorry if we sort of uh, went off base. But I really don't have too much of a problem with this particular circumstance. I mean, if 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 it happened to you, I'm sorry that you had to go through it. I can't say I do but,
0: either. I mean, it's a contract
2: violation yeah. in that case. Yeah, I'm sorry if you had to go through it, but I mean, what can you well, do? Well,
0: I don't know if Vince went through it. I think he was just bringing up the code. Oh, okay. Was... Anything else, Vince?
8: No, I was just bringing up the code yeah. up there because we. Just, uh, for,
0: the, just for the sake County. of discussion. Appreciate your call no. tonight, Vince. Thank you, sir. 855 oh. 450 free. Gene, the Christian hey, anarchist, wh- calling from China.
9: Hey, guys. How you doing?
0: What's on your mind tonight?
9: Can, can you hear me? Hard and
1: right? clear. Go ahead.
9: Huh? All right. Good. Thanks to my magic, Jack. I was um, wondering. Yeah. So um, I've noticed quite a few changes this time when I came to China. Number one, you, know, you remember I've been on a quest for over five or six years to find a stop sign in China.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
9: this time, we, yeah. This time we went through Chengdu, and they actually have some stop signs in China. How First about time that. I saw one. Well, it was uh, at a U-turn stop u-turn thing i don't know what that meant but uh then i saw another one uh, several more that were at intersections which had stop lights but they also had stop signs and then i realized that the purpose of the sign was to show where the stop line was on the street mm-hmm. where you were supposed to stop interesting lights
1: read. so there were, were the octagonal any so of these was, signs
9: oh yeah yeah okay. there's, there's hmm. the same octagonal red stop sign, but it's instead of saying stop in English, it's got the Chinese character for it's stop. That
0: makes more
2: sense. It's yeah. sort yeah. of like the universal sign.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that they would have a yeah. universal uh, shape and style to uh, stop signs yeah. in China. That's that's interesting. But now, then I
9: then I did find an intersection where they actually had stop signs that were meant to be used as here in the U.S., where they were just a stop sign, no light. Hmm. But of course, the, the, interest, the reason that I was amazed that there would uh, that there were no stop signs is because the Chinese people won't stop, and <laughs> that is absolutely hundred percent true. I so they were ignoring the stop signs. Stop. Yes, I, nobody mm-hmm. ever stopped for a stop sign. So and uh, how China come they don't have
1: wrecks in their
9: uh, Even put them up.
1: I'm sorry. How, how how come they don't have wrecks in the middle of their crossroads?
9: Well, I have brought this up in the past. You know, stop signs. We use them all over the U.S. And when I realized that there weren't any in China things started clicking in my head and I said, well, how come we're not having mayhem in China where everybody's dying in these intersections? And I came to the conclusion that the reality is people are not going to go through an intersection if they're gonna, without, and endanger their lives. So if you enter an intersection, you're entering that intersection with full knowledge of what the traffic flow is at least you should be. And if you're not, then you probably deserve to get executed and taken out of the gene pool. I mean, so <laughs> if you've little... got some
0: more Chinese observations, hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. one 450 3733 Gene, by the way, likes to call uh, from China a couple times a year. I guess he goes uh, once or twice a year to uh, visit some Americans family. So
1: much know much about China.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting to hear what's going on over there. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live.
1: Hey, college students, the Independent Institute in Oakland, California is putting on the Challenge of Liberty Seminar this summer. You can spend a week connecting with other liberty-minded students from around the world, attending seminars with libertarian luminaries, and grappling with pressing issues facing the world's economy and its people. Go to seminar.freetalklive.com. It's 195 for the class and 300 for the room and meals at the beautiful Notre Dame de Namur University in Belmont, California. Seminar.freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Toll free number tonight for you. 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give them to you. And those features include archives and the bulletin board system. The BBS allows you to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com.
1: Legalzoom.com is a great website. If you need to get some kind of common legal document, whatever that might be, whether it's a patent, will, trademark, Uh, You need to register an LLC, get a living trust or, you know, whatever it is that you need to do. I needed to do a will at one point and went over there and it was fast and easy. Brad, I know you've used the LegalZoom site also.
2: I have. I won a trademark uh, in front of the USPTO using LegalZoom. Excellent. What's a USPTO? The United States and Trademark Office. Oh, well, good. Yeah. And, um, you know,
1: they make it r- easy for you. And if you use coupon code FTL, you can save $10 off your order. It's LegalZoom.com. Fortune Magazine's called them blessedly simple. And they are. It's LegalZoom.com, coupon code FTL. Yes, I highly recommend them. They're great.
0: We go back to Gene the Christian Anarchist calling from China uh gene you're back on free talk live now you said that uh, as you as i pointed out before you've called a number of times over the years from china to kind of give us a i guess an inside look into what things are like over there what is life like uh, some of the day-to-day things that uh, maybe people take for granted or aren't sure what uh, what what the differences are between countries you said that you finally have found stop signs you'd never seen them before this trip
9: that is correct and uh You know, I'm kind of old. I remember back around circa 1960 when we didn't have very many stop signs in the U.S. We used a lot of yield signs at intersections. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, the... uh the powers that be decided that stop signs are a great form of revenue. So yeah. therefore we've seen them popping up. Everywhere. Indeed. And that's
1: really but what yeah, they're I... all about because there's this law, you know, the law is written so that you have to come to a full and complete rock back stop at every stop sign. And if you don't do such a thing, then the, the, the guys with the uh, cars, the silly blue lights on top, they're going to be able to give you a ticket for, you know, 50, hundred, hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Now I certainly will agree that traffic enforcement, uh, is used frequently across this country to generate revenue. But what I will also tell you is that I have personally investigated hundreds of car accidents where people have failed to stop Mm -hmm. and have seriously hurt other people. Oh, sure. I I bet that's true, too. So, I mean, from a public policy standpoint, what is the best way to address this? You know, obviously, well, the intended point of having stop signs is to keep people safe. Obviously, people don't always stop at them. Um, so, I mean, I've heard a really good idea about turning stop signs uh, in a geographic area into yield signs. I like that idea. Well, that, that would totally work. To I mean, what they n-
9: were when I was—that's that's the way it was when I was young. But you see, in China, you've got 2 billion people and uh, the, a huge growing population that are now capable of buying and driving cars, and they are. I mean, the population—the the number of cars on the road is staggering over here. Most of the intersections are uncontrolled. You know, the smaller intersections are completely uncontrolled. People manage to get through them without killing each other. Uh, you don't need stop signs to make uh, to go through an intersection safely. Here is mean, a question I've got from from uh, all your
0: sense. Gene. From all your observations, it sounds like you've been doing a lot of driving around China. How many times do you see? Because one of the things you talked about in the past was uh, police officers there. Apparently, the beat cops don't carry guns. Um, how many times when you're driving around
1: do in the you, communist country, the cops don't have guns.
0: Do you? How many times do you see the police pulling someone over on the side of the road? Like you know, when you're driving in uh, cities in uh, in the U.S. and on the roads, you'll constantly see you know a cop on the side of the road with his lights on, pulled somebody over, probably ticketing them or threatening them or doing who knows what. Uh, but you see it all the time. I mean, it's a common occurrence. Is it common over there, or what's the what's the deal?
9: It is uh, almost unheard of over here. In awesome. fact, uh, we stayed. In Chengdu, we stayed at a youth hostel for the first time, and I kind of like youth hostels, by the way. Mm. Um, but I met a guy there who has spent three months here in China, and he bought himself a motor scooter, and he never bothered to li- get a driver's license or anything like that. <laughs> and he says he just drives wherever he wants because he's never seen anybody pulled over. In all my time here, I've never seen anybody pulled over other than wow. on, a street, on a street corner because they'll – typically have a cop sitting at a intersection and if he sees somebody that he thinks violated some law, which I mean here you really got to be violating a law to get pulled over because nobody follows them anyway, but sometimes they will pull a car over by just flagging him down. You know, a guy on the street will flag him down and say, pull over here. Of course, they use cameras here extensively. They use a lot of cameras for speed enforcement and red light enforcement and they simply mail you a picture of you driving through an intersection with the light red and then you have to pay the fine. So there's really not much in the uh, way of due process here. They mm-hmm. just send you a picture and you better send in the fine.
2: Gene, have you ever heard of Falun Gong?
9: Yes, that the of course. Christian
2: group? Uh, well, it's it's uh it's called the Dharma Wheel practice and it's 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 a basically it's like a religious practice in China that in 1999, they started putting people in prison for. So if you practice the wrong religion, so I guess on one hand, um, you know, traffic enforcement may be light in China, but you know, it remains a police state under a communist rule. Oh, sure. You, you, you practice the wrong religion, you know, and they'll put you in jail. Well, I don't think that, uh, Gene, well, uh, go ahead, Gene.
9: Yeah, I, uh, of course I am the Christian anarchist and I don't, uh, I don't, take that uh, title lightly, and certainly the communist thugs are as bad or worse than the U.S. thugs in many regards, but isn't in it, some regards... Isn't it dangerous to say that stuff
2: while you're in China?
9: Uh, well, I've said it uh, for 18 years, and oh. so far it hasn't bothered me any. Okay. In fact, the taxi drivers here are quite free to tell you that they don't like the, the communist thugs either. No? So in China, it's okay to... To gripe about the government and complain, but not stand on a street corner with a sign—that's—that's that's not allowed.
0: Mm. Always interesting, Gene. Anything else you so, want to share from your travel?
9: Well, uh, this last trip, I was absolutely amazed. The thing that struck me most is the clear air in China. Right now, I'm looking out the window here in Beijing, and I can see for miles. And this is something I've never seen in China in the past 18 years. The air's always been filthy and horrible and have you always been um, in
0: Beijing or have you been in different areas
9: well this trip we were in Chengdu Beijing and Wuhan and all of them had clear blue skies and it's just uh I, I'm amazed at it i would never seen this before huh. so I don't know what they did but uh, somehow they managed to clean up the air
1: air scrubbers equipment.
0: Very maybe good,
9: maybe they've used uh, air scrubbers. Have a
0: safe trip <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-free.
1: I just think it's interesting how different countries work and how yeah. they, you know, they, they um, you know, crack down in on one area they're really lax in another and if laxity works in some particular area then you know why would it why, what does one need to to be handing out tickets for stops rolling through stop signs? I mean, I agree that if somebody doesn't yield and they cause an accident as a result from not stopping at a stop sign. that person's liable, as far as I'm concerned. There should be you know yield signs, but it too often it seems like uh, police use the opportunity uh, and well, I'm sure that they're put out to do this. this is their boss this is the corruption coming from the top. You know they're out there looking for people rolling through stop signs, but they're not going to give those same tickets to oh often the city politicians are not going to give those tickets to other police officers and their families and and they never give it to somebody who's yeah. in a police car.
0: 855 free the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. I saw one of those thin blue line stickers today as I was uh, tooling it's, about.
1: This. They use it as, uh, you know, to warn people off. It's like cop propellant or something.
0: All right, so you take control. Bring up what you want. Also, more about the California bankruptcy situation. Multiple cities on the brink of or in the middle of filing bankruptcy. We'll tell you more about that in moments. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world, Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 tunes with C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, LRN.FM, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at C-Crane.com, C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Toll-free number 855 free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you, and they include our webcam. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact. The chat room is built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all of that for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com.
1: SACL CAI sponsors our phone lines. And Jason Osborne, the principal of SACL CAI, or one of them, uh, wants to remind you to share an episode of Free Talk Live every week on your Facebook page, your Twitter f- page. It's a great way to, you know, share something you enjoy with your friends. It's, uh, you know, you just go, you can get the last seven episodes at freetalklive.com right there at the top of the page. Or you can go to archives.freetalklive.com and get the last six years worth. So there you go, archives.freetalklive.com. If you want to find out more about SACL's CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page.
0: To the phones, to the phone. We'll talk to Robbie listening in Little Rock to XM Satellite Radio's America's talk. Hey, Robbie.
5: Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, as an evangelical, I think it would be a huge waste of time for the uh, Ron Paul people to uh, put their, uh, uh, try to co-opt the uh, Republican Party because it hasn't worked for us. And uh, basically what we've turned out as the evangelicals for the last 20, 25 years are... The useful idiots for the Republican Party, Mitt Romney, will say, you know, on one hand, this, this is what has gotten us. Mitt Romney will say, I believe life begins at conception. Well, obviously he does, and uh, that's why he was at the uh, guy who is the owner of uh, 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 the drug company who makes the uh, morning after pill. He was at his house because obviously those lives need to be ended, and he had a $50,000 fundraiser there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when he says, I believe life begins at conception, uh, he believes that. And that's why they need the morning after pill, so he can get rid of the kids. And so so I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you know, they use us as the useful idiots, and what they'll do with the wrong uh, fault people is they'll do the same.
0: So you feel and like uh, say, uh, that, that it hasn't been true that the evangelicals have had an effect on the Republican Party?
5: I don't believe it has been true, because they'll pay lip service, and at the end of the day, uh, they'll say, well, you know, what are you going to do? you got to vote for the lesser of two evils. Well, what happens when Obama becomes the lesser of two evils? Because... Uh, quite honestly, uh, everything that we evangelicals fear about Obama uh, Romney has a record of in the past all uh,
0: well, right I mean well, he, yeah. you know when, they, when it comes to uh, voting for one of these two characters, and i wouldn 't recommend it, but uh, when it comes to that, uh, you know the devil you know at least you know what to expect from Barack Obama, and then you don 't exactly know what mitt Romney 's going to be well, like i, well, I don 't well, think there 's well, any what, good reason either what, well, what I tell my fellow evangelicals is that um, it
5: is is, is which is more dangerous, biblically speaking, a, a wolf or a wolf sheep's cloak. Uh, we know Obama says that he wants to do all these evil things that we're afraid of, but yet, so we know what we're dealing with with him, whereas uh, Romney says he doesn't want to do those things, but yet he has done them in the past, and he has a record of it, but yet he says... Uh, uh, I, I don't want to do it to us, and then goes kind of back
2: and does it anyway. Rachel Maddow well, uh, has uh, Rachel Maddow has uh, covered uh, has has some great coverage of uh, what the uh, Mitt Romney has d- said in the past and done in the past, and how you know it's just completely speaking out of both sides of his mouth. You of know, course. you know, just <laughs> whatever well, you want.
0: Obama did the same thing when he was running in two thousand eight.
2: Yeah.
5: Well, and a lot of pro-lifers, pro-evangelicals, uh, 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 they'll point out the uh, the uh, horrible things that, uh, that Obama has done, American rights of life, which is basically the uh, you have national rights to life, they look kind of like the NRA, then you have American rights of life, which is like gun owners of America. So it's the uh, it's the people who don't have a seat at the table but want to turn the table,
1: over. Is there? and they'll point out the true history. Is there anything, is there another issue that evangelicals are big on besides uh, being pro life? I mean, I don't I don't know. Is that the reason that they got involved? Is that the one issue? Is it a single issue kind of thing? Well, it,
5: well, the big thing with us is that if, if, if the right to life is not acknowledged, then uh, liberty or the right to own guns, don't, <laughs> how are we going to have those?
1: Well, I got I, look, so that. I got that. You know, I am. So
5: that is the first thing. So if someone, we. As a, as a, as a pro life evangelical, I see that as someone who is not uh, uh, dedicated enough to the most innocent of life, how, are they, uh, how can I expect them to go to bat for me, who is uh, someone who is flawed and fallen and who has lived a life and, uh, 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 and made mistakes? So, therefore, justifying, you know, they can always just, if they can justify killing someone who's innocent and hadn't done anything, of course they can justify a way of getting over on me, but it's kind of the social Darwinism.
1: So my my I guess my question is is if um if the if there's only one yardstick by which a Republican candidate can be pro-evangelical or pro-moral majority or pro you know whatever whatever term we want to use here, then there's a lot of other, there, there's that much more opportunity for failure because if they weren't successful because Bush was in there for eight years saying the same thing didn't do anything really um, right
5: and that's the one thing they use used for us which we know that you know uh, uh Bush uh, you know he uh, he funded Planned Parenthood. Uh, uh, you know, there's, there's, there were more federal dollars that went to Planned Parenthood under uh, George Bush uh, than there was under any other uh, president before that. I'm sure there's more going now because it's this continuity. But, you know, the, 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 the snowball keeps getting bigger. But uh, George Bush was no friend to the pro-lifers, uh, even though he did pay good lip service.
0: How many of the evangelical community uh, are as aware of these things as you are? I mean, it sounds like Not
5: you're very many. Okay, that's the problem because uh, and, that, and that's the big, big problem is, and that's why I, I, I tend to have great. I don't like to debate, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, people who aren't, uh, say, say a Democrat. I'll have a less. A, I tend to debate a Republican who is a Christian uh, much more than I will a. Uh, a uh, Democrat who's an atheist because uh, we—it's kind of hard for me to uh, debate someone who doesn't have a uh, biblical understanding because the things I will throw at them, uh, uh, we're we're just kind of apples and oranges. Someone, but but someone who has the same uh, background and sense the same as I do, then I can get further with them as far as convincing them why they shouldn't uh, vote for the Republican. And then at the end of the day, it's always a lesser to you
2: although not although not particularly on point with with what you're saying, I personally think that abortion is the black hole of uh like libertarian argument because on one hand you have people who who uh like yourself who who firmly believe that you know a fertilized egg is a human being on the other hand you have uh people who uh object to any force being used against somebody. Uh, who's pregnant? So it's like it goes around and round. Even with people who believe very firmly in liberty, so like on this show, well, with, yes. <laughs> with, with
5: the with the libertarian, I, I want to say to them is that the argument is not when does life begin because we obviously know that life begins at conception because something is wrong. I mean, even a fungus is alive. So the question is, when do rights begin? When do liberties begin? And that's and that's a good question.
0: Argument. You're right about that. That so, is a good question. So that's
5: the fundamental I say argument. that uh, not, not, Not when does life begin, but when do liberty begin? Because anybody who uh, has a science understanding knows that life begins at conception.
0: The answer seems obvious. I mean, you don't have liberty if you are in a cage. And uh, while you're in the womb, you certainly don't have uh,
5: liberty
1: at that point. So I would say...
5: Which is is the most dangerous place in the world... in America for
1: a child to be uh, agreed but um you know a an infant is still uh, is dependent on its mother so do you think that it's moral for a mother just to uh, take a, an infant home and then cease to do anything for it I mean it's not in the womb anymore No I don't think that's moral no. okay so it's more so at, at the point when they're out of the womb then it's okay um, that, that at that point that you have some kind of social obligation to take care of and care for and keep alive an infant
0: I think that uh, you have an obligation to some level of society to, uh, you know, to not abuse another human being. Yeah, I think that uh, you'd be better off offering that's not abuse. To... You're not touching them. I think that it's neglect, and uh, you'd be better off Neglect.
1: Than not... Neglect yeah. implies an, uh, an obligation, my friend. And if there's an obligation, does that obligation um, only come when, it, when your head passes through a vagina?
5: You ask good questions, Mark. Let me, let me Mark. ask this, too. Uh, you know, and, and we all are given due process. And so, uh, and and according to the constitution, that we're we're supposed to have our due process. Supposed supposed to. to. Just like the murderer uh, who's convicted of murder, he gets the chance for appeal. But let us give the child in the womb 18 years of appeal before he receives his death
2: man the abortion issue really makes my head hurt robbie thanks for the
0: call tonight i appreciate, I appreciate hearing it. from you relatively level-headed uh, evangelical compared to some of the ones we've oh we've totally talked to 855-450 yeah. call back bring, robbie great one 1- 1- you can bring up what you want even in the remaining moments of free talk live which are imminent This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. i will what you on here in the remaining moments at 855 free, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian and Bradley and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Learn how there you can get a free bumper sticker for Free Talk Live. In addition to that, uh, you can also download web graphics and even high-res graphics uh, regarding our logo and the font that we use uh, for Free Talk Live. All the tools you'll need to create your own Free Talk Live stuff, know, whatever, uh, it's all there for you. Feel free to utilize it. There's uh, downloadable flyers as well and more. Go to promote.freetalklive.com as we go to your phone calls here. Let's talk to Ed listening in Tennessee. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. With, uh, hello there.
10: How y'all doing tonight?
0: Ed, go ahead with your thoughts, sir.
10: Hey, uh, you know, these people that talk about abortion, which, you know, I'm not saying I'm for it, but you know, uh it's, it is brutal, but women have to deal with that, and I'm that's all I gotta say about that. But twenty thousand kids die every day across the world, like Mark said. And they have passed through the vagina. But these people hardly ever talk about that. Think about twenty 25,000 kids every day die across the world just due to lack of, you know, good water, a uh, few antibiotics and stuff, and, you well, know, mosquito net.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on this, Ed, but it's so difficult to deal with uh, international um, charities because so often – the you know the money will get eaten up by whatever despot happens to be in charge of that country. The money doesn't get down to you know people on the ground. If it does get down there, it gets uh, you know wasted and squandered. There's all kinds well,
10: Mark, of. Mark, I I tell you what, I, I totally agree with you, and I think that's factual. Uh, but you know, I've seen stuff, you know, studies and reports saying that ninety percent of the money does not make it.
1: Yeah. Wow. But uh, I like buying the bunnies for people. I've been doing that recently. There's this, uh, you know, this website that my wife goes to, that where she can buy, uh, you know, like pigs and and different. It, you can buy different farm animals for these people. I don't know yeah, for whatever reason I've makes, liked that recently. That
10: makes a lot more sense. I don't know,
1: because, know what makes you know, sense.
10: Yeah, it it does. It's sort of like you know they're in the biblical days. Yeah, if you had animals. You know, you had everything, and and sort of that's the
0: case there.
1: Yeah, we've been we've day. been dishing out bunnies because bunnies, uh, you know, they they reproduce. So
0: <laughs> very good, Ed. Anything else you want to I don't share know about the bunnies?
10: <laughs> but I, if uh, y'all seen? I saw another thing about they're they're going to be able to use some kind of detection uh, devices now to see if human beings have elevated. Uh, uh, what would the chemical be uh, stimulating our body? I'm going blank. Y'all help me out.
1: I don't know. It's uh, a, a, adrenaline. Adrenaline.
10: They're going to be. Detect
0: it through our blood vessels and stuff. I mean, this is really Oh, is this good. the laser thing that uh, yeah. the TSA or whatever might might get there?
10: Uh, can I they're gonna on? They're
2: going to detect adrenaline I I, 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 to see if people I, are nervous? I can think so. Yeah, I, yeah
10: right. They're so, going to be able to sense if you feel nervous and stuff. So pretty
2: much they're going to you know. detect everybody that's coming through there.
0: That's right. <laughs> right. Every Everybody that's afraid because, of flying, yeah. for instance, might detect yeah. all of those folks. Hey Ed, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at eight five five four fifty free. You know, there was some other interesting TSA news uh, recently. Just to recap it for you, one of them was uh, a a news story about how the TSA might just be sampling your drink now.
1: Yeah. Mm. So if
0: you're sitting there at the restaurant inside the security area, they could walk up to you, you know, and tell you. Excuse us, sir. With we a, need to test your drink.
2: Like, don't mind the eyedropper and your diet coke. You know, we right.
0: we need a sample. That's what that's for real. They're really doing this.
2: Oh man, Sar. do you what guys would they rem- want to do that for? Do you guys remember that uh, the TSA accidentally published their you know relatively uh, not completely classified but semi classified uh, procedure manual online? I recall that. You know, I mean, I, I the TSA just needs to go away. <laughs>
0: They absolutely do, but to answer your question mark, the I think the paranoia is the idea that well, in theory, some terrorist could be working at the restaurant and they could have filled a cup full of uh, I don't know acid or whatever it is that uh, they're oh, worried geez. is going to be in the cup, uh, you know, bomb making material. Of so some this sort. is
1: inside the, inside the checked security area? Checked area. Wow. Yeah,
0: so, yeah so randomly they could walk up to you if you're carrying some sort of a drink. Aren't
1: they supposed to be checking the terrorists? Uh, excuse me, the the uh, airport workers as they go in. Well, in have you theory. read the
2: articles about, you know, the federal air marshals leaving their uh, firearms Got in these. the sterile area yep. Yep. of the airport and in the lavatory? In the know? bathroom, yeah, in the back of the uh, toilets. I, I mean, there were some federal air marshals that had to be snuck out of Brazil because they were accused of rape by the government. And um, oh boy. The, the State Department had to sneak them out through unconventional means. I mean, it's... It, it, Spy it, stuff. Yeah, it's...
0: Wow. Wouldn't want them to be uh, held to account for their actions. Yeah, Yeah. good good heavens. Let's protect these
2: rapists. (laughs) Yeah, there's been quite a few drug smugglers working for the federal air marshals, too. They get to fly around the country and... They're not checked, right? No, no. You're not subjected to any security screening if you are carrying a firearm. It's the lure of easy money.
0: Speaking of drug smuggling, uh, one of the local prison guards here in uh, Cheshire County, one of the local uh, jail guards, has been arrested for smuggling drugs into the jail. No. Yeah. Drugs are
2: illegal
1: and jails are the most secure places they've got i mean right. you know it's 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 funny but this happens it happens i you know i was when i was in prison there were a lot of people that you know that they they caught officers they'd catch staff
2: right. bringing stuff in that's gonna stop in. it right could and, you could you buy anything like if you wanted heroin could you get that Well,
1: I mean, yeah, but not at the price that uh, there was basically the prices were prohibitively high, like 10 times,
2: 10 times is
1: really pretty much the, the, you know, the going rate. So often people would just say, well, no, I can't afford it or whatever. But yeah, you can get whatever you want.
2: Right. Well, and then you also have to consider that whatever you want might have been inside someone's large intestine. And is there a problem with that? It's usually
0: packaged. It's usually packed in a balloon or something like that. Look,
1: all the water on the planet's been here for four billion years. It's all passed through all kinds (laughs) of other things. (laughs) You know, big deal. Yeah. You know. So So what if somebody suitcased it? Big deal. It's just uh, it's
0: just interesting, you know. Like it's just such an insane system. They arrest countless people for possession of uh, drugs. They put them in jail, and then they think that's going to solve the problem. But no, look, it turns out that uh, these jail guards are looking to make a little bit of extra money on the side. They're willing to bring stuff in, and they want to help
1: too. I mean, I can tell you that I had uh, guards bring me stuff that wasn't drugs. Just bring me things, Mm -hmm. you know. I wanted a a hand gripper thing to make my forearms bigger. You know, one of those little ear. Ear, yep. ear, ear, gripper things. Exercise I got thing. one of the officers to bring it to me. Now, this is completely against the rules. Um, you know, I needed earplugs because I was sleeping at different times of the day because of my job. Right. I got one of the staff members brought me earplugs.
0: Uh, that was contraband too?
1: Yep. Um, wow. I had staff bring me food on a regular basis, at, at least a weekly basis. So, right. I mean, there were all these staff members willing to do these you things. You can't keep the They drugs just want to help.
0: You. You can't keep the drugs out of the jail. So now, here in Chester County, we've got uh, a jail full of uh, people who've used drugs. I mean, there's full of them. And then now they're going to be adding one of the jailers to the jail. Oh, no. Uh, they're
2: not going to let him serve a sentence there. They'll send him. Put to, him somewhere else. They'll put him in. Well, he's probably going to go to state prison because it's a Class B felony to, Is it? to introduce contraband. So He might get a plea deal, do you uh, think? Well, I'm sure they'll have a plea deal, but he's going to serve jail time. Yeah, they, there's no way he's going to get away I with I think that. so. There's no way.
0: But the point being, now this jail guard is going to be sitting in there. So just filling up the cells, just filling the cells, filling, uh, putting warm bodies in there. All these people could be out on the outside doing productive things. It could be
1: working somewhere, feeding their family. Right. This guy never would have been a jail guard if they didn't weren't throwing people that weren't you know harming other people into jail. I mean, it's 90%. It's almost always 90%. I'm sure there are jails out there where there's a larger percentage than 10% of the inmates that are in there for violent crimes. But... Or theft crimes or something like that. I don't even think that theft crimes are it you know, the it, it, certainly not the first couple of times. Give somebody an opportunity to pay things back with uh, with you know a punitive amount. I think that's the best solution. But as far as I'm concerned, violent crimes are really the only ones that need to be in jail and hey, huge flight risks.
0: Brad, you're running for sheriff up in uh, the north part of New Hampshire. Indeed, I am in uh, what they call Coos County. It is the least populated of the counties in New Hampshire
2: and the most beautiful.
0: And it uh, that is arguable. I think it uh, it is probably the most beautiful part of New Hampshire. That's I've ever up there. Seen. Uh, certainly at Rogers Campground is a stunning uh, photo. I actually took- Is
1: it Rogers in Coas?
0: It is, yeah. Okay. It's stunning. And in fact, the picture on our Facebook page was that uh, photo I took at the sunrise at, at Rogers. Yeah. Lakes
1: region's pretty impressive too. Free Talk Live Facebook page.
0: But, uh, I- I wanted to know: Do you have a website up yet? I
2: do. It's uh Bradforsheriff.com. The the website oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. The website's not complete yet. Um, however, have trouble with the name Jar Jarvis Jarvis. <laughs> they would spell it Jarvis. For yeah, me everyone's right. been spelling it with a V my whole life. I'm just used to it. I just yeah. go with it. But right. uh, so on the website there is a chip in if if you would like to support me. Um, oh great! I, I I I do have to email you back and ask a couple questions if you do uh, if you are kind enough to uh, donate money to my. Is campaign. that only
0: if it goes over a certain amount? Uh, I
2: believe if it's uh, $25. If it's, uh-huh. if it's over $25 and it's just uh, some legally required questions that the Secretary of State requires mm-hmm. and um, it's like where you're from and what do you do. So but
0: Brad, former police officer, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know Brad and you know uh, what his experience has been and now you're actually uh, throwing your hat in the ring. You're going up against an incumbent in a primary. Yeah. Well, and uh, you've got what, about a month or so, or two couple months here to, six, to raise some
2: money? 61 days till the primary, but thank you very much for uh, letting me plug the website. Brad for Sheriff
0: Right yeah, for sure.com. Alright, more tomorrow night. See you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. I've been told no in many different
5: ways.
9: I give you an order and you're gonna obey it Which well, you can go to?
5: You can do that
9: and you stop the leave here. You cannot bring signs the rally. what with me. Well I'm I'm no,
5: I'm comfortable me. here walk actually. Whoa, Excuse whoa, me. whoa, whoa. Me. Hey, hey, me. hey,
3: hey, hey, hey. who do you think? Excuse you. me. There is no video, or audio, and in this.
0: off. Uh, now I have work today. This <laughs> is you ain't gonna make Wait <laughs> on no. the Now.
2: Wait a minute. <laughs> whoa! Hey! Oh my god! Unbelievable! Unfrighted! Because you're scared of me. property. You what am I being now. detained for? You're being served. What, you what, what is this? You're being served.
3: What is this?
0: Democrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Coming this summer, Derek Jay's Victimless Crime Spree. See the trailer now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com.